This week's episode is brought to you by Colt 45 and Bananas, Breakfast of Champions. Hey, what's going on? This is Tay, the former co-host of Keep It Basement with the Sweens. I see the boy Sweens done blew up without me. You are tuned in to Keep It Basement and keep it locked here. Yeah. More fire. Come on, man. I'm too Hollywood for this podcast. Yeah, I heard you tried to get bitches to the crib. That didn't work, obviously. And then your bum-ass intern, very unreliable and unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> Hip-hop culture, I feel like I'm part of the hip-hop culture, but I don't know where I stand, and I feel weird about it. He's like, you should. Like, I'm like, marginal. All right, Sweeney, I'm going to see you later. Stay black, That's not so bad. Here we have it, folks. Keep it. Keep it basement podcast. Time to make my move. Sweet taste of victory like Oprah's Bumani. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Yeah, I like your idea. You just kind of like a podcast idea where you interview someone while you're teaching the DJ. Got it, too. Got it, too. Give me that beat, Derek. We about to freestyle. Oh, no, I don't freestyle. Off top. Just give me the beat. I don't understand what you're talking about. Just give me the beat. I got you. Hey. Okay. Get busy. Okay. Oh. 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 Get. Got a yingling to the right of me. Oh, that ain't good. I got a sprite in me. My bitch spite me. But she wifey. Hey. And I'm out in the streets. You already know. Like the morning paper. I don't even know what to do. Like Luke Skywalker with the saber. Hey. It's the blue green side. You already know I'm out. Can you get around it? You already know I'm rice. 
And your boy cold as ice, eh? And I'm melting under temperature. (laughs) 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 Then again, I mean, shit. Who gives a fuck? We're not. Listen, they're gonna be late. No one's gonna break in the door. Yo. They could, maybe they can lock that shit at Do you 40. think that would be a thing? But well, how dope would that be if they Derek. broke in a fucking door? <laughs> Derek, Sam. How are you? If they broke That's, uh, in That's Mickey Gall's like, trainer. Yo. New trainer. <laughs> <laughs> Looking cock diesel, down. boy. All right. A couple announcements. Maybe a couple $500. Before we start, oh, yeah. uh, I want to thank... Oh, Jackie. I want to thank <laughs> Jackie for canceling for the second time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sam's giving you the cut. <laughs> nah, man. Listen, I already told Sweeney. I was like, the first time this shit happened, oh I God, was like, she bro. She's nice, too. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, she should be. I mean, she, 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 that might be, you know, but, <laughs> but, but, you know, it canceled two, two cancellations, bro. No, 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 I don't give a fuck. It's all she, good. She went man. on the uh, Porn Stars or People podcast. <laughs> so I was like, yo, you got to come back on ours. And she's like, oh, I'll we'll love come to come on. on. For the first time. Because I said that I had comedians on too. Because uh, the one comedian, Dan Frigoletti, does the Hoboken Comedy Festival. He, she did a podcast with him. And he okay. put it on Pornhub. It's funny. All right, we better not shit on her too much. I'm not shitting on her. I'm just telling the story as you, you shit on her. I do shit on her. She canceled twice. Keep a basement. Nah. Ah, the cast. Wait, so wait. First of all, let, let's get this. Are we are we sticking with the ninety nine year ban rule? Sure. Are, 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 are we doing? Are we doing? Are we doing times too, Dude, my be, questions uh, are so good that she would have gave great advice. It would be really funny. Oh man, bro. Uh, she has some solid bangers for female guests. All right, how about yo? We should do the phone. All right, she got to call in at least for. You know, I could get a girl to call up. in right now. If she's let's pretty a, hot. Let's do a punch card situation. Know you know, call in five times and you show up in person. Yeah, Finally, yeah, yeah. you got a free pizza and a flashlight. Hey, there you go. Free sub. What what is she gonna do with a flashlight, bro? Suck it. <laughs> maybe it, the energy, what? Like Nas said, no bad energy. But uh, maybe maybe she wasn't meant to come anyway because we didn't have any pasties here anymore. The cute basement pasties that nice. Zapia took. I don't know why you call them pasties. They're stickers. Well, I'm thinking on nipples. Stickers are, are painful. Oh man, dude! What if we sold those as pasties though? That might actually work. <laughs> People just come back with their skin ripped off. Like, hey, I thought these were pasties. Bread. <laughs> Protect the nipple at all costs. I guess we should probably say keep a basement podcast. Hey, Sam. On the early note, Mike Sweeney. I'm Alex here on Nicholas, time. I thought Tom Zappia, Sam, Mickey Gall's trainer, Brightstein, <laughs> not true, and Derek Braxton, Alex's friend, uh, DJ. How are you doing, Bayer Producer. Uh, Thank you for coming. Appreciate it. Zappy doesn't know anything. Thank you for coming on. I don't know anything about music. Yeah, definitely. That's Um, not true. This is untrue. You, you do you, you know you know more about that now. I pulled out a good record when I when you pulled out a good record, me, man. You for made real. me pick out a record and spend you it. You that Sergio you, you Mendes out? game. Earth, Wind, and Fire. And oh, the nice. in the oh, wind nice. and the fire. Yeah. Hell yeah. He's got the dress shirt for it today. Like, oh, yeah, it's an Earth, Wind, and Fire day. Fuck yes. Everyone was calling me DJ Mustard. What's with all you motherfuckers in the bowling shirts? I see you guys wear all the time. Bowling shirts. They're not bowling shirts. It's it's just a short sleeve. You at stress These are my favorite kind of shirts. You, was, you guys you are guys getting look, old quite fast. You guys fast, look like you were about to go to a fucking family dance. bowling night. Oh, I'm oh, sorry, oh, Sweeney. I can't keep it at the last fucking scene yeah. of Eight Mile. Yeah, this is a fucking, today, this a fucking wife just beater. just live off of black wife beaters and fucking Oakland Raiders. Everybody hats. in the 313. <laughs> 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 Sweeney keep it gutter, though. I like I like that. Oh, I like yeah, that. But he got the, yo, he got the, the bag over there like, yo, just in case you want this fucking workout. That thing's like yeah, hurts. <laughs> I got the bag just downstairs. I got the kitchen work. upstairs. I do work on both levels. <laughs> 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 Ultimate Italian. to the max. Um, 
I want you want to do a couple. I want to do a couple announcements up top. I want to see how many times you say um. I want to see how many. You would have done it a lot of times. I want to see how many times your teeth start to hurt during the during the. They've broadcast. been hurting, but I've been I've been manning up. What? How's your big horse teeth? Yeah, really. they're good, but I got a cavity. It's coming. rough getting the cavity coming, but with your choppers, it's probably even worse. You got a cavity? Yeah, I always have. Uh, what? Which one? The molar. Use it the most. Ooh. I can't chew. What are you gonna do? Get it fucking filled. Get it fucking filled. Yeah, I'm gonna do it for free. Just like those flashlights. <laughs> Throw a cream pie comment in there. <laughs> <laughs> Fill these women up. Swinging heavy. We welcome the newest sponsor of the podcast, Fleshlight. Fleshlight is the number one male sex toy in the world with its soft, real feel insert patented to be so lifelike that many have proclaimed it feels better than the real thing. While there is no substitute for a real woman, amazing inner textures and over 100 possible combinations to choose from, we all have to work a little harder to keep up. Fleshlights offer an adjustable cap to control the desired suction level you prefer, as well as a channeled sleeve, able to stretch in order to accommodate the repeated discomfort of your girth. Easy to clean and durable, Fleshlight is your number one choice brand for male sex toys. Fleshlight also offers flesh skins, sleeves, anal toys, and accessories, including lube, mounts, cases, sleeve warmers, vibrators, and more. For more information, search Fleshlight on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or visit www.fleshlight.com. This is the Keep It Basin Podcast. Follow us on YouTube, subscribe to us, also on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes Music, Laughable, and wherever else you could listen to us and view us. Thank you for tuning in. I don't know. What do you want to What do you want to get into, though? I, I mean, um, like, yo, Derek, Derek is, is, uh, dude, this dude's got... Stories on stories, but he's been had, he has announcements a million but he places. Oh, like yeah, let's do the announcements. Zap, my bad. Well, I don't, <laughs> it's not like announcements, it's just some, you know. I always want to thank Francis Ellis from our last episode for calling in, uh, comedian. Without uh, a doubt, he's at, he's at Bananas this weekend in, in Hillsborough, no, in Hasbro Heights, Hasbrook Heights, New Jersey. And his new <laughs> podcast just came out called Oops. So he actually gave some good gems, some great advice. I just want to thank the experience. Him for calling in thank you, Francis week. Ellis. Never um, thought he was an actual stand up comedian. Man named Francis. Nah, he's funny too. Okay. Gotta respect it. Okay, more importantly, this Saturday, Prudential Center, Mickey Gall of New Jersey is fighting. Yes. The main event on the prelims against, what's this guy's name? Salim Tuhari. Yep. All right, so check Shout that out. out. Mickey 12 Eastern. He'll probably go on around, I don't know, 233. 230, yeah. Someone for get on ESPN5. Bang him out. It'll be a good fight. Super Smash Brothers style. Great. Thank you, Mickey. We love you. Uh, I just want to shout out my buddy. Ryan Canner at the Real Can Man on Instagram for, Man. for helping us out with some some marketing strategy and some gems. Um, what? So thank you to him. He's awesome. Talk about it if you want. Thank you to. Um, you said talk about Smash Bros. Thank you, the Real Can Man. Uh, Not much to say really about the Smash Bros. situation, but what did you want to? So what did you want to say? So I get. So we we were trying to get uh, Mickey back on for the fight. If he had anything to say, you know, hang out with him and. I get a text from him. He's like, yeah, what are you guys doing on Saturday? So we're like, oh, shit, I guess I guess he's coming on. And then he's like, oh, yeah, you guys want to come play Smash Bros. at LJ's? I'm like, oh, dude, this is the greatest thing. I, Mike couldn't fucking believe it. <laughs> and he was about to lose his job over going playing Smash Bros. in Alpha, New Jersey, out west. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't yeah, – that, that was that was fantastic. Mickey Guy. I love Super Smash Bros. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, ch- uh, church. 
Perfected Podcast. Give uh, Mike some free merch, and you want to shout them out. Oh yeah, shout check out them out. To, the Perfected uh, Podcast. Chad and Chad Corey. And Corey. Ooh, Corey's been on here Perfected before. Perfected Podcast. Um, thank you for having me call in for three minutes, and thank you for the merch. Especially <laughs> <laughs> up on that note, we're down to play Smash Bros. Whenever. Shout out to Fleshlight, and uh, that's all I got. I don't know if you want to have any more announcements until we die. Oh yeah, shout some, out to people that show support the podcast, the Pod Amongst Men, DMers, Strix Media. Men. Anyone's got the sticker? Hunt Club Podcast. The stickers out. Oh yeah, all them girls that smoke raw papers that uh, take selfies. Listening to a podcast. <laughs> Shouts out to you. Uh, don't know how old that girl is, but yeah, if she's of age, shout out to you. She's of age. Ryan uh, Davis, sick. Francis. Uh, no, good. Good reminder. I actually had that in my notes. I said shout out to women on online dating or just random women who've been listening to the podcast, uh, watching the YouTube, and subscribing and commenting on the platforms means a lot. I used to be nervous to show women uh, my interviews on YouTube and the podcast, but some of them give great uh, feedback and are so open minded. Like I was like, ah, this will definitely not help me get women. But, like, the real ones don't care, and they like you more for who you are. Oh. For, like, podcasting, YouTube, comedy, whatever. Without a doubt. But, like, I, don't, I love how you make it seem like you don't know what to do when you talk to girls. Because you definitely, like, I've seen you talk to girls, and you do fine. It's all but, it's the character he's playing. No. But we, I was recruiting hard. I think I was talking to, like, a not, like, sexually actively talking to these girls, but talking to them, asking about <laughs> the podcast. Let me YouTube. add his face, man. Shout out to Fleshlight, too. Hey. All right, word. Yo. All right. First of all, I don't know, like, listeners don't know, but, like, we've been trying to lock this dude down for fucking ever. Uh, and he's a very close friend of mine. Uh, but I don't know. Yeah, you're a hard dude. To, yeah, you work constantly. Like like, work. Uh, yeah, I you work. Y'all like, y'all like to work, too. I mean. Yeah, you know, most definitely. You guys down here a lot. You, you, have, you guys have sponsors and shit. It's cool, it's cool things yeah, going on. Cool, right? It's real, I mean, for real. Like, like you, I mean, I mean, it was a whole announcement thing. I mean, you guys are oh, doing yeah, some, yeah. some stuff. So, yeah, well, we try to do it them. once yeah. in a while. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying, man. I'm down here. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey there we like, go. Well, yeah, it, as long as you come on, doesn't matter how long it takes. You just uh, we got you here. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know exactly where to start with the. Oh yeah, we all got Wendy's on the way up too. Yo, man, Yo, Wendy's been getting it for so long. Like, yo, this nugget game was so crazy. I was in the back of the whip. Everybody was spinach. And I just really had to lean over and tell this woman what I really wanted. <laughs> Which one? Yo, you Derek. Go to? Yeah. Eastern so, Avenue. You been, you been over there? Eastern, like once you get out of the record. Oh, okay. Yo, okay. Derek ordered with this lady. Like, the lady was short with him up front. So, Derek ordered with, uh, like, so stern, but yet so polite. Like, you know how, like, back in the day when they're like, good day. And they're like, but you're like, good day, sir. Like, like that Bro, shit. I, Oh, he was just like, I would like a Baconator, please. Putting harmony into it. Yeah. Two orders of nuggets. For real, with all the sauce. With all the sauce. Oh, no, lady was like, what sauce? All of it. What? All of it. Creamy, creamy sriracha sauce. Game changer. I didn't even know. Game changer. I mean, they're starting to change the game up. I thought it was just barbecue. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a I'm a person that's on the firm belief of I think Wendy's has better nuggets than McDonald's. I don't even want to open that discussion. Did you see nah. that? <laughs> Did you see that Barstool <laughs> test? Gentile and Jew. Right? Yo, that's what do you? What would you much. say? What would you? Uh, no, I'm on with you that Wendy's. I think Wendy's over McDonald's nuggets. Right, yo, y'all stop being bitches, yo. What side you on? For I real? I don't like, fuck with Mickey D's really. I'm you Wendy's. like Wendy's? I go to both nuggets of them when I eat. I what would you say? I go to the other two. You don't All right. with, with, with uh, McDonald's because of the line that you were talking about. No, but I'll go. That's the one, only the one by my house. But in oh. general, I go to McDonald's. Wendy's will be my second burger. Who's that guy? The, the presidential stool, whatever, Barstool? He did a test uh, way back. It was throwback. It went viral where he was eating, trying to pick which burger was which, and he didn't know which was which from Burger King. He had, really? a, blind, he had a blindfold on. He couldn't tell what was what. 
what? talking about. He, yeah, did, he, he didn't know. That. He didn't know the McDonald's. Burger King's the, the only one that has like sesame seeds on the bun, right? I'm almost sure. Like he was blindfolded and they didn't tell you, and he was eating. Oh, he was blindfolded. It tastes like a square. It was a taste test. I'll be honest, that might happen with me. If it tastes like a square. Nigga <laughs> 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 just mouthing his whole burger. Yeah, that's a square. I'll take the fo fo fo. Let me get the fo. <laughs> so hold on. Let me let me oh, can I can I hold on. Yeah. What happened with the chick that was supposed to be here? <laughs> oh oh yeah. No, I love this. I don't know, really here we I don't go, know what baby. happened. I love Bus She she DM'd uh, the Cuban basement thing and just said she couldn't make it for the second time. Her honest yeah. her excuse but this time we're, was we're way better here. than her first excuse. Nah, yeah, the yeah, yeah, the first one yeah, the first one was She watched the videos and liked this. Yeah, no, no, I'm saying the first one I think was oh shit, it was it's raining so much I forgot to text you guys to tell you I wasn't coming. So I was like, All right, cool, right? <laughs> and then the second one, this one it was a valid, I think. Like like I hope she could see after. No, no, no. she no. She uh, the people. That's why I don't fuck with contacts. She wears contacts. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Something was fucking with her eye. But I love I, how we're giving the life story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm gonna give it. Nah, I'm still going. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Like she, she. This sounded valid. Like we wasn't gonna have her. The to reason make why it. I asked was because it was just all right. Well, I've I have missed this. At least four times. Yeah, for real, for real. Like, yeah, but you I had just, actual gigs that you were booked for and shit like hey, that. Hey, so like, she could real? she could be doing that too. Yeah, that's real. That's real. Where I just want to. <laughs> she could also just do it from her house. So where yeah. all right. I just want to involve someone else in not being here. You don't even know this girl. He just dragged her down. Like, yo, but what about her though? Have no problem with doing it. No, I'm sure she's a wonderful lady, but I don't want to be in it alone. No, no, no. It's no. a, uh, it's definitely a fucking pleasure to have the homie on. Just because I, the way we met was kind of crazy too. Because I don't know. I think we should start with background. No, like, is that what you start uh, with, Sweeney? Yeah, I, I mean, it was so last minute, but I'm just happy he's here. I was yeah, because I mean, the way I kind of met him was he came to the bar I worked at, and we were just talking shit, and he, you bought me a Rodney Dangerfield album. Very true. Yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. that. Bought me a Rodney Dangerfield album and everything about like we became friends after that day because the I don't know what the energy was with that album, but it's just everything that day lined up. Like it was weird. Like uh I had met Julia Scotty like months before. Julia happened to be playing stress. So I walk over to Stress with the Dangerfield album in hand, see her outside talking to her, and then she was like, Oh, what album is that? And I show her. She was like, Yeah, I actually have a joke on that album. And I was like, this is fucking crazy. Just coincidence. Oh, that shit happens a lot. It's weird. Started talking to him. We started talking about music and shit like that. And he was like, oh, you know, who your favorite rapper? So I tell him uh, Lupe, right? So he's like, ah. Oh. He's like, all right, well, what, what, uh, what's your favorite, like, what's your favorite album? So I was like, The Cool. And then it turns out he produced on The Cool. That's wild. And yeah, and it's so weird because... The songs he produced, all of them are my favorite songs off the album. Like, the whole album as a collective was fucking amazing. But, like, my dad, like, we bought the physical CD. You know what I mean? Like, and it's real weird that years later, I run into dude that was producing on it. You know? It's super crazy. And became like, super cool friends, you I know? Think, like, I think, I think, uh, I mean, too, just artistically, man, you know, I, I've, uh, I've, I've committed my life to music. You know, like that's that's what I do. That's what I love to do. I've gone to school for it. I've uh, I've I've done far far over ten thousand hours, uh, 
involving music. And when, you, and when you and when you I wouldn't even say mastering, but involving music. And when you when you find uh, other people from the same ilk, whether it's uh, uh, comedians, actors, actresses, whatever it is, uh, people who are committed to their craft, they just kid up and they hang out. You know, I mean, you know, Alex spends a lot of time on his craft, man. You know, you work on jokes or at the bar. Very funny guy. And I remember being really, really in the same space, like in New Brunswick, like at the same age and like, oh, okay, this is grind out time, like musically. So it's a, it's a similar thing. And what you guys are doing down here, man, is really, really cool. I wish I would have had the foresight to do something like this when I was, you know, your guys' age. You know, what about age just cool. being a number, though? I feel like a lot of people make it. They're different ages. I don't even know how Very old you so. are, but I'm just saying. Very much so. Because I feel yeah. old because I get made fun of being yeah, old. You're all the same age. Well, and then, then you know, you know, yo, you know what's dope as hell also, too, about like just down here? Yo, the Raiders, okay. Uh, the Pop Warner football team in New Brunswick is the New Brunswick Raiders. So I've grown up silver and black. Me too. Yeah, For real, like, yo, fan. I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even just. I'm not a Raiders fan. It's the first I emblem I wore. I wore on my helmet, like, just silver and black. It's like the best logo in the world to me, man. So being down here and seeing all the Raiders here is also silver and black. Good colors. Yeah. Khalil and, Mack named my cat. And and the Scarface the Goodfellow situation. You're on the Scorsese situation. It's a lot of tasteful moves down here. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Joe good Sweeney. vibe, right? Joe Sweeney's thing on Gordon said it was like a freaking Italian uh, mob dungeon or something. Man. It is. It is. Yo, and ba- Babe Ruth knocking one out. Yeah. Like, it's impossible to hit on his face. Old Babe Ruth photos yeah. from like Pulp, Pulp Fiction. Man. Yeah, you look like if you were born into like a mafia family, like you just started like doing the drop-offs. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's like, that's like what this like this basement looks like, yeah? So you worked- yeah, we let Sweeney drop the money off. You, know, like. <laughs> you worked with uh, Lupe, Swiss yes. Beats, Cassidy, Rough Riders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, That's yeah. wild. Uh, I mean, well... What other artists? Oh, man. Uh, Raekwon, um, Jay-Z, a bunch of cats, man. How does it even happen? How does it even start? Uh, similar way, man. I mean, I was I was at Hampton University. I was going to school for finance. And uh, a friend of mine had a, had an MPC, like, which is like a drum machine. Yeah, yeah. I started using that drum machine and dropped off for a year. My cousin made T-shirts for a label. It's real rap. My cousin Fizz um, made T-shirts for a label. And um, he knew all these cats, man. I remember, yo, all right. So the day I like met someone who was like huge, it wasn't far away from here. It was at in Edison. It was in Edison at the Funkmaster Flex car show. It was the wow. first one that ever happened. Throwback. Right? It was like before internet was, it's not even really a thing you could use in order to meet people. On that level, right? Like, you were no celebrities yeah, yeah, yeah. online. When was this? This is 2000, 2000, 2001, something like that. Was Swiss Beats there? Oh, check it out. Yeah. So, makes sense. I go there, I go there with, um, I go to my cousin. He's like, yo, man, you know, bring all this beats. I've been grinding out on this joint. Like, yo, banging out these tracks. Like, really, really fucking around. Cause I dropped out of school. It was a whole thing dropping out of school. It wasn't what was up. Right? Well, yeah, I, yeah. So, so, uh, we go to this car show, and uh, run the first. Okay, the first thing that happened was my cousin. This guy rolls up on his motorcycle, right? This guy rolls up on his motorcycle and punches my cousin in the chest. That bow hits him hard, right? Like what the fuck? You feel me? Like I'm, I'm like I'm like, what's going yeah. on with this dude, right? Takes off the helmet. What's up, Fizz? It's Tyson Beckford. Now Tyson Beckford at that time was doing, he he was like he was like the number one model yeah. 
on Earth. He was he did every every single ad for uh, he was signed with Polo and Ralph Lauren at the time, right? And he was when he was he was the first uh, black male supermodel. He's like the black Ken doll, right? Like the real so, yeah, so this, the real thing. Was on every magazine ever, and he's like like joking around my my cousin. Like I'm like whoa, like who's this dude? Now my cousin came up with a young Mark Echo. Mark Echo oh, yeah, came yeah. Out, of, Rutgers. out of yeah Rutgers mm-hmm. Rutgers University and, uh, Holy Freehold, shit. Jersey, right? right? Yeah. So he was a beast. There was beast mode on his on his t shirt shit. So cool. And we ran into Swiss. He was working on some record, uh, working on some t shirts for him for his new full surface label. And um, yeah, man, I was just like, yo, please listen to these tracks. And I went to the studio and he listened to his tracks and shit was dope from then on. And Seems it, like and, a good guy. Yo, the studio environment was incredible. It was crazy. It was like, um, there was no you weren't able to make music by yourself, really. You feel me? Like that's good. Collective effort. Dollars to to actually like make a record that could be put out and be like dope, like millions of dollars, right? So there were huge recording studios and these huge budgets with these huge corporations. Like I mean, yo, man, it was like thirty two hundred, thirty five hundred dollar a day food budget. That's wild. That's in a, in insane. I mean, at, at a studio session, it was ridiculous. Just excess. This is way before independent took off, right? This is like yeah, all yeah. label stuff, all yeah, label. Yeah. Money. I mean, you had, this is like a, the 360 realm. You had you had you had an independent independent artist. You had uh, I mean, an early Rockefeller. I mean, they, they came in and we, they they struck like a a disco deal or whatever deal yeah. that they set up with uh, Def Jam, and then you had Master P. He was doing some stuff, but it was not. It was few and far in between. Yeah, you know. But, That's uh, funny. Yeah, man. Swiss Beats had a house by my buddies over here, like up in this like rich ass area by my town. Yeah, and back in the day. Yeah, I, uh, I saw. I didn't. I, li- I lived in I was, that house. Really? Straight up. He had bikes. He would always ride his bikes. My friend would have parties next door. I lived in that house. He had um. He had uh. It w- it belonged to uh one of the uh New York Mets players. Really? And he had a yo. It was in the basement of his joint. The basement was so big that he had a the uh the dude who owned it. He had a mound. Like in the basement, and it was like the exact, <laughs> the exact joint to like to the home plate, and he would just pitch down there. That's wild. It's crazy. He turned it into a studio later too. That's like, crazy. Piece of Swiss, man. Swiss is the homie. The homie, though. Were you Dude. were you signed with him? Yeah, yeah. I was signed over there for two years, man. Really? Like for real. That's we, wild. Yeah, man. Was that like where you? Records. Is that where you built most of the catalog? Or Swiss, man. Like uh, Cassidy. It was uh, Cassidy had just signed. Um, right before I, I signed in with, with Swiss and those guys. So that wasn't that wasn't really the bulk of it. The bulk of it was when I went back to school and I signed with Chad and Fro. I met a, met a dude named Chris and then we met up with Lupe. That's when like stuff so, so really, really started to For the Lupe album was Nah. What? It was like it was like, okay, so this is the thing that happens. Um people don't appreciate you until you're gone. It's just a real thing. It's just Or real. if you blow up. Yeah, but but you have to leave every every single person that uh that I was with Whereas an independent thinker, like they thought for themselves, so they were really looking for you to do your own thing. You know, I mean, you're, you're talking about like Swiss. Swiss is like with Rough Riders, man. He started doing tracks when he was 16 years old. Oh, that's crazy. With, with, with DMX and those guys, they're looking for other independent thinkers. Not, right. Right. not looking for yes men like Kanye's exactly. team at one point. They want they want you to do your own thing and then come back. So I got my first real placements with Swiss when I was when I left. And I came back and I was like, oh, okay, I'm doing this, and then the same thing. Got with, you. Yeah. Which you said Chad and Pharrell, you were signed with for like the nerd? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And Neptunes? Was it was uh Shay Haley is a dude who's in NR- NERD, the third member of NERD, bought me in initially. Uh another dude named Doug Dozier. Um and uh 
Yeah, man. Do you have to be on the scene for this? Like, people are going to want to know how does this guy just get in? Like, obviously, you have talent, but how does this guy just get in every goddamn building? I mean, I mean, with Swiss, I mean, it was the first introduction with, uh, with my cousin. And then, too, you're talking about a very, very tight knit thing then. It wasn't, it wasn't exposed. It wasn't so public. Yeah. Like, and, and then also, too, you had a lot of producers is like that. Yeah. But you're also talking about, like, he came in with, like, this is in the era of like gatekeepers. So it's like it, it was like when he came in with a gatekeeper. It's like as long as he was doing what he initially showed, dude's gonna walk you into some rooms. Like like like, Yo, like man, it was, it's it was at Sony. It was uh, Sony, and um, it was Sony Studios. It was directly across the street from the Hit Factory, right? Like so between those two rooms, it was. I mean, it was how many? It was like uh, 30 rooms on one block on 57th Street. So, I mean, damn, you would have, you would have, uh, it was Timberland in one room, Rodney Jerkins in another room. Uh, the Neptunes are downstairs. Then, then Swiss is working in this room. That's wild. All in the same studio. They're in the same building. Like, there were key codes to each room. And, like, Scott, Scott Tell Pager, they would page you. Two way. The key code through it. It was two. There were two way page with a key code to the joint. Yo, I'm in. I'm in room M. Yeah, yeah. You just bouncing back and forth on the same block, and yo, man, everyone was recording. Like but, Beyonce's in, down the hall from J Lo. Like everyone's in the same room. It's just constant collaboration. That's why I like J Cole's Revenge of the Dreamers. I think was so good too, is because a lot of people forget to work collaboratively. Yo, I think they, like yo, they rather, really because they, really, they were all independent artists on the surface area, but behind the scenes is some just. Yo, look at this shit. Like, like, yeah, like the last time I'll tell you guys, like the last time, and then, and then also too, like, and what you guys are doing, just like hiving up as comedians and steel sharpening steel, bouncing ideas of each other is very similar to musicians being around producers, being around producers, rappers being around rappers, and just like just sharpening your craft is very similar. And, and then also to to being able to take cre- critique and then get better, right? Yeah. So, yeah, man. I mean. Everybody, yo, okay, the last time I actually actively saw that kind of hive mind musically was with J. Cole. It was, uh, it was J- Soundtrack. Soundtrack uh, is another producer. Um, dope as hell, man. He, he, he's done a lot of stuff for, for Lupe. And um, so Soundtrack and me were out in L.A. working on this project, man. It's a really, really dope project. And uh, we met a whole bunch of guys, man. Like a whole bunch of guys in uh, Kendrick's camp. The guy from THC, uh, Rick and those guys are really, really cool. Soundwave, who's with, with, with all those guys that over at TDE, like, they do incredible work over there. So Mixed by Ali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like... Yeah, a bu- that like, camp is crazy. Yo, so so they rented, they either rented or bought Dre's old studio. So No ID bought Dre's old studio, mm. right? It's nuts. It's nuts. It's a dope studio, right? And then at the time I was out there was... Uh, J. Cole was heating up in one room. That's wild. Pusha T was in another room. Oh, Jesus. And then, and then Big Sean was working on a joint. And cool. they're just going back and forth. And when you catch that kind of... He mentors a lot of people, no idea, too. Yeah. That's when they start heating up. This is like... I mean, th- that was like... 2010? Yeah. 2012 situation? Yeah. That happened like... I mean, and, but you... You start seeing like whoever's around you. 2010, 2012. Yeah, 2010, so Kendrick was. That's even like on the what? Scene my yet. name is my name, Pusher. Like 
Yo, I mean, I mean, like, yo, these dudes, these dudes are like, whenever they get around each other, it gets start, it starts getting stupid. That's insane. That's what I'm saying. Stupid. The more talent you put around, the the more talent, the crazier. So, the so how do you how do you navigate that though? Because like, even I'll, I'll tell you this, like, whenever it's almost like I could equate that to like me being on like a stack bill in the city, you know, where it's like all I'm on a bill with all these people that I've seen on shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's how do where, you? That's where that's where producers come into play. I mean, no ID is a monster. You feel me? Like, no ID. Who's gonna say no? No to whatever. You have a, like a master orchestrator. You have a dude, Dr. Dre's another dude. Like Swiss is another dude. You yeah. Pharrell. These guys are like master orchestrators. They see life in a different way, man. Shit is nuts. And they have they have the, these visions and these things in their mind. And and it's it, it's the wildest thing. It's like. Looking back on everything, you know, from my real brothers and real people really, really put me on P and 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 Swiss, really Swiss, right? Yeah. They saw they saw better for me than I could ever seen better for myself. That's crazy. To like to like run into a situation where like, oh, okay, like I think I know what's going on. I think this this grind is whatever. And then somebody just just really, really caring enough to be like, you know what? Do this. Yeah. Yeah. For real. That's love. Those are the people that are important, man. Like, I tell, like, once again, I always thank him. <laughs> Shouts out exactly. Gordon Baker Bone, yo. You know what I mean? Hmm? He did me that. He did me that favor. Oh, Zach is outside? Oh, okay. Yeah. Hold on. Let me go get Zach. <laughs> this is a first. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. His other buddy might come. Oh, nice. Well, he's here already. Well, he's he's here. a cool he's guy. Nice. No, I meant this is a first, like, mid uh, leaving a VOD. Hopefully he comes back. Yeah. You can tell him to come straight down. Hold on, that's what I told him. Hold on. Let me go just him. go on the Could side you? door. Yeah, just to, uh, say Mickey Gall's trainer's coming to get you. He's really tall. He's really tall, and he's got gray hair. Mickey Gall's trainer. Does he have gray hair? No, yeah. he doesn't have gray hair at all. No, great. Great. Yeah. yeah. The Swiss beat story is wild. It reminds me of yeah, reading the Charlemagne book. He talked about how he helped Charlemagne sign the artists and helped them out, like merge stuff and like gave him a deal. Some guy from South Carolina, but never panned out. And Swiss beats warned Charlemagne like to like don't mix business and relationships. Yo. And he was like giving him all this good advice. It Yo, reminds Swiss me like Swiss beats is like so nice. It seems like such a good guy. Willing Yo, to help people out. The best dude ever. Really? Ever. And then like between him and um and chill man. Chill, like chill. Uh, chill was, you know, chill. Chill wasn't is a uh, loose manager. I don't. Well, actually, I don't know. Is but was uh, Lupe's manager. He's a good dude as well, man. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of good dudes who are like set. Dorsey James is another one who is set in in your way where it's like I, they genuinely want to help. Yeah. Do, do you think sometimes in the music industry the the industry's so snaky that people have this negative mindset already when they meet somebody new and it's hard to uh create a relationship with them? I don't know why people have have this negative connotation with uh uh music just in general. And then music and it going back it's like dude, man, you sign those contracts, man. Mm-hmm. Like like I mean, I, I don't know, man. I was a, I was I'm a business major, so yeah, I never too. signed a bad one. Yeah. I never signed a bad contract. I mean, it's like yo, but, if you didn't want to do it, you didn't do it. Or, you know how like it's all love when you meet people you fuck with though, but like sometimes there's people in the industry who try to take shit from you or be snaky. How do you relate or like stay away from people like that? Sure, because people are trying to make money off everybody, you know. Yeah, but I mean, At there's no point. there is no way possible for someone to take advantage. Um, Shouts out our boy Zach that just popped in. Whatever, Zach. ZM yeah. right? Oh, how you doing? Yeah, 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 man. You sit there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, what's going on? It's a lot. Quiet, it's a lot excuse already. me. Zappy <laughs> is telling him to sit on the oh, fucking power cord. No, no, no I mean it's just, it's just very. I don't know. Um, you know, 
there there are especially now there are so many um this is a new story out. Anybody know who Adrian Peterson is? Yeah, the football yeah. player. Yeah. 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 yeah, right. I mean, Adrian, have you heard about Anderson Peterson? What what happened with him? He's he he made four hundred million dollars. Oh yeah, he owes a bunch of money now, right? Yeah, I just heard about that. So 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 what, what they're saying taxes and shit. What they're, what they're saying is not nah, power of attorney. Power of attorney, like relinqu- wait, so relinqu- relinquishing the power of your accounts. You know about this, man, Zach. You relinquishing <laughs> the power the power of your accounts to to a third party. And then and then having having unfixed cost pop up, right? And it's a whole thing, man. It's a whole thing. Not to get too too deep, but this dude is broke, is and he made four hundred million dollars. Is that like and Mike it, Tyson's twenty thousand dollar towels? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you have people handling sure. your money. Man. Also, when you're really yeah. young and you're like, "Fuck it, I just want these millions," so you think they're coming right away. Then someone takes all that money from you, and especially they fuck in music you. or you know NFL for or entertain any entertainment too. Yeah. I'm sure even comedy maybe. I would yeah. be, I would be more terrified of the 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 state of getting the money because I feel like almost every artist deals with this is when you've never had this much money. Now all of a sudden you have it, but you've got it takes money to make money, right? So relinquishing said money, how do you deal with that paranoia? Because like, like that's why I've always wondered about. It's like you know what I mean. Like I just picture well, well, the dude you, well, with the briefcase sit, on his chest. Like shit on the it. Money though, like is it really like the money? Like Seinfeld said the other day, it was not Seinfeld. It was um, Seth Rogen said to Seinfeld, like you're really good at being a famous." Oh person. yeah, on comedians, yeah, yeah, yeah. comedians yeah. of cars, right? Yeah, yeah, you're really good at being yeah. a famous person. Like, is it the money, or is it that these people have just never been famous before? They don't know how to handle right? it. And so, like, all of the things that your fame brings you is also tied to money. Like, you're in Vegas, and there's a there, bunch of hot yo, chicks, yo, and all every of a sudden person, it becomes a, like a, a money draw. Yo, yo, Zach, yeah. you and I, I know you. I know and you've high, seen this, you and, and, I, and I'm sure, I'm sure you'll run into different to different personalities within comedy or what, what have you. Yo, there are certain people with a different fucking engine. Yeah, for real. Like you run it, you run into some guys who are like, my God, this dude Swiss, he did not sleep. Pharrell does not sleep. These people don't sleep. Puff, words of wisdom, what, don't what, sleep. Have you seen? I've never seen this guy really sleep. I worked for Puff for a, for a small amount of time, and during that time, he didn't sleep. He's bugging out like these guys are awake. Louis Yo, that is Maria an phone. phone. It's a landline. Yes. Can somebody pick that up. Can we listen? Can we listen in on that call? Louis <laughs> <laughs> just pizza. Pizza. ring very long. It's a pizzeria phone. Pizza. Wait, phone. you work for Puff? Yeah, when he was true. Puff, I guess. I, I, no. or, or he was Diddy already. No, he was full on Diddy. Oh, okay. He'd release Yo, a song. He's not that old. He's not young. Diddy's about 50 years old. I'm Diddy. saying him. He's Speaking not that of, old. I mean, yeah, homie. Hip hop that is 8 know. million years old. Uh, what is it? No, but it's like, uh, what? what did Alec Baldwin say? A rich man's 50 is a young man's 35. Or I love he's like, like, yeah, I'll work with Diddy. And then just the conversation went on. No, no, no. But that's a perfect, it's a perfect segue, though. Because coming up in the news lately, there's a rumor about Diddy dating his son's ex-girlfriend. Lori Harvey or whatever? Yeah, Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Like, that's the rumor, apparently. She's pretty hot. Steve Harvey's kid? Do, I thought you were man. talking about uh, him killing Tupac. Because that was coming. By, That's confirmed. On, what do, on what purpose? Do, what do you do when you're Steve Harvey? What do you mean on purpose? Like, <laughs> I don't know. On purpose? I mean, that, that, that could be, be a club slide move. Like, maybe you didn't know. Yo, nah, but how do you know? Is you know like who your son's ex-girl, especially a girl that that's that high profile. 
Oh, I didn't know if she was high profile. No, Steve Harvey's daughter. Oh, that's pretty high What do you do if you're Steve Harvey? I don't know Harvey. Steve Harvey's daughter. Do I, don't think, I don't think it's his real daughter. It's her marriage, though, okay. right? Lori Harvey. Stepdaughter? Her last name's Harvey. I know, but I think she took that. But second of all, why? But second of all, like, is that where does it go in the bro code about your pop smashing your ex girl? Like, where does that go? They could be just friends. He could be like, yo, I made you. I do what I want. Yeah. No. Is that it? Dad that's has hard, last call. That's hard body karate. I don't even know what to do with that. See, I'm not famous enough to have those sorts of issues. <laughs> that happens to real people, though. Uh, yeah. Down these, home cooking. Yeah, these, yeah, these, yeah, these porn uh, scenarios are always based off of a true story, you know, like like, like to a degree. And that's a great segue back to being rich. So if your day-to-day life is like the like regular man's porn, what do you do? Click. <laughs> See what this video's about, dude. Yeah. He's probably like, hey, I've never I've never done this before. I love your chair selection, by the way. I mean, this young man, uh, what's your name? Sam. Sam. Yeah. Sam, I am. I am Sam. He just rolled up a <laughs> leather cheetah Yo, careful. There's rolling like, like sharp-ass screws that point out of that Sam thing. There are needles on, on the right hand. And there's there. needles in right it. Right there, yeah. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, it's a, it's a, it's a cheetah skin. It's a cheetah skin Definitely rolling chair. Yo, it's dope as hell. Croc skin, buttercream, buttercream, croc skin. It's some pimp shit. I'm what with it. How do we, yeah, how do you, exactly, how do you what? sit in that chair? I don't know. I'm yeah, yeah, right yeah. I don't know how you're going to sit in that chair. I don't know where to rest my arms I'm freaking out right now. It's oblong. No, I hate that. Nah, that's the chair you sit on when you got some ass coming over. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Like, oh, you just called to me reading the dictionary. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. Question about uh, producing. Why in, hi- why in hip-hop mainly, like, does every producer have a huge run? And then it kind of dries up, and it's like they're not as hot. But they've Actually, always been hot, but they're not like coming with the same as they used to. Extremely hard to maintain, dude. You're making hit records, yo. yo Example: man. Timberland. Yo, I mean, how many do you want in a row from a person? Okay, um, I believe it was <laughs> you don't in, think the sound. Yeah, it's no, so no, what about the sound? Hold on, hold on, so in, two, in 2003, yeah. in 2003, the Neptunes were were synonymous. They were they were equated to 30 percent of all top 40 records. That's wild. That's what? crazy. Can somebody 30%? do some quick math for me? That's like seven records, right? Like 15. Nah, man. That's a lot of records. I think. Yeah, Yo, that, that, that Billboard charge, it, it changes every every week. Do you think it's because the producer falls off or more or less the sound the crazy. sound is done? They're on to something new. Because you saw how in Chicago it was so popular, like the Chirac sounds, all those like beats and whatnot. And, and now it's not as popular as it once was. But do I mean, you think but it's just the trends that go on? Or is like producers have a run like any artist really, but like you see Drake, he just keeps going really. But like I mean, these producers I mean, have like art, five year runs. It art, seems like. art music is the only, the only uh, place where people grow publicly. You gotcha. feel me? Like and, and any any other job uh, or art and science, you feel me? Like in any other uh, any other job, it's not so public, right? So so right. these these people are evolving. They're doing different things. I mean, they're just coming into to a league. I mean, entertainment. It happens like with basketball or whatever. These people are like maturing and growing publicly. I mean, shit. It's just really them expressing themselves, for real. Mm. I mean, so I don't know. You can't really. On one side, you can really, you can't really quantify. It. There's a couple of guys who actually get, are able to to achieve whatever mixer is mm-hmm. in between mm-hmm. art and business. That is beautiful. This beautiful, amazing mix. And I mean, really, I mean, really, at the end of the day, I guess we may be even heralding, uh, you know, artists more for them sustaining, either sustaining what they have. Or or dealing with the nonsense while fucking also maintaining any kind of artistic integrity. Mo, mo, most most broke most broke motherfuckers make hot as shit. 
And what, did you see that documentary <laughs> on Viceland where it was like the Chicago what was his name Chops or something? I forget his name. He oh, was a pro- young Chop. He was a producer, right? Yeah, but he was. The thing is with Chop, everyone that stole was, a sound. That not nah, that was such a new sound that the originator will never will never run out because he sets the tone. That's why it seems as if he was on everything all the time. He kept saying he was ahead of the curve that everybody was following. Yeah, anyway. every, he he said he got people made people made money off his sound. They just copied his sound and did the exact same shit. For yeah, because think areas. think about it. you do something first and then fucking fit the other producers do it like maybe a week later. We got some it's only gonna bring traffic oh, back yeah, but, to your initial. But on anyway. a real, yeah. on, so, a real on, on true, on true originators, there you can't bite them. For real, on oh, on yeah. a, on a true on a true catch. I've never heard another producer sound like Wait, Just Blaze. I've never heard another producer. Yo, there's no, there's nobody eating Blaze. Never heard there's nobody Al Pharrell. Nobody eating Al. Yo, 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 you play like we played that um that beat me nine one one track by Timbaland. It still murders. Still, like. I mean, you know, if you if you listen, if you sound, is it? Do you talk about you talking about producers who have evolved eight times? Yeah, Ryan and Leslie. You, you, they come, they come into a Kanye, style and they keep, keep changing. Kanye, Kanye yeah, Ryan Leslie, the only producer to bug out in a full H and M outfit, like and just <laughs> by the time he's done producing, he sweat through the suit, like he. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing bongos. He's running the different would you, rooms. Would you say, would you say, okay, so Cassie, check this out. Cassie, Ryan Leslie produced Cassie. Cassie, her first thing was in a Target, a Target ad. Would you say that Ryan Leslie could be the reason why H and M popped off? If he wasn't, because that's the first time I saw any nigga wearing anything. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not. I'm, that was very tight. I, I'm not gonna lie. It was tight. Like, like, like we wouldn't have uh, Kid Cudi, the Kid Cudi cover, without Ryan Leslie wearing that suit it first. Was a very Euro fit. Very Euro. Be in a, in, a, in a very baggy time. You know. You know. <laughs> this is when them franchise boys was hot. I don't know if you was aware. If you were aware of that, that era. Lean with it. Rock with it. Don't look at me. I bang in my white tee. Against all odds was stock through the roof. How about, pit, how about pit <laughs> that, was, yeah, that was a very. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, a great time. Lot twenty nine. You want Tweety Bird selling crack on a black tee? Go to fucking go to against, against all, all odds. odds. What about the snowman? Red skinny jeans. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Jeezy snowman was. Oh yeah. That that put every kid onto looking like coke dealers without knowing what it was about. Yeah, I wore don't ban a snowman. I had no idea what it was. I wore that in high school. My mom. No, I remember I walked back in the house coming back from school. I was like, you wore that? I was like, I don't know what it is. Just a snowman. <laughs> yeah, I'm a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, because Jeezy's ice is so cold. It was like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> it ain't frosty. Yeah. He's talking about hiding coke in the rims. Oh, dude, that's... <laughs> I know. I love young Jeezy. I will... I will yeah, he's cool. I drove him around for a day. <laughs> that's a classic yeah. Sweeney story. He's got that a ass? selfie with him. Yeah. Have you guys talked about this? Hey? Yeah. yeah. Call it a times. sprite. <laughs> we talked about a few things, Mike Scott. Yeah, I took him to the gym. I'm serious. I worked at high school. I worked at Live Nation. I worked at the. I worked at the. Uh, what was the tour? It was um, under the influence. Under the influence. I met DJ Drama, uh, Rich Homie yeah. Kwan, the uh, whole yeah. crew. Uh, you were, Wiz you Khalifa. Were in, you were in the thick of it, sir. Young Jeezy. I drove Young Jeezy around his whole crew. I saw. Yeah. I saw. Nerve wracking. Yeah, there was a cop following us. I go, oh shit, a cop's following us, and I, they may or may not have no, weaving guns in the those, car, but it those worked out well. Hip hop police, hip hop police, and cops police. are two different people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The state troopers were cool. Oh, we, the concert, they allowed everyone to smoke can, weed. Can we, uh, can we just uh, confirm this right now? Hip hop police is indeed a real thing. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, hey, that's all I need to know. <laughs> I'm, I'm.
<laughs> no, I won't make the cut. It's all good. <laughs> how, much, how much of your work never know. made it like anywhere that you're like pissed off or just oh, like, because that happens a lot of times, I feel oh, like. a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. Like a rapper there, said he was going to take this was, song, never did. It was, um, okay, uh, there's a track I did called Go Watch that originally had Kanye on the hook. That was crazy. Like, That's then, the craziest then, um, thing then, ever. That was, yo, that was crazy. Then, um... What was another crazy one? Can I just ask, oh. number one, how uh, how stoned were you, or were you completely sober when you made Go Watch? Because oh, nah, man, I didn't, I didn't really. Like, it was like no smoke, no drink. Like all those kind of like Swiss, Swiss didn't smoke. It was like no smoke, no drink. Nice. Pharrell, no smoke, no drink. It was like really, really? actually very cool, laid back environments as far as like you hear all these stories. But I mean, cats would cats would drink, but nothing. Yeah, nah, you you. Yeah, you were polite. You asked, maintain, "Can I smoke down here?" <laughs> In order to maintain that kind of grind, there's there's yeah, no you yeah. gotta stay sober because weed makes you yeah. sleepy. For real. For real, for real. Nah, uh, but um what else? what was another one? Okay. Pharrell had this group, it was a girl group called Fly. Right? And it was uh Natasha Ramos, uh this girl named Jade, and uh Vanessa Marquez, which was like Vanessa had had like a big record on the on like the Neptunes um clones album which which, which I, I love that album yo that yo that was that was the joint that um front was on that album that was the chronic blowing was on that one yeah there were joints on that murder that yo that, yo i was in dc at that time yo and just like what they were doing in that area got extra it was shine because they're from virginia and all that playing man. at clubs piece insane. of shay Haley, piece of piece of uh piece of terrence Whatever happened to Roscoe P. Coltrane, man? Yo, man, my name is Skull, short for Roscoe P. Coltrane. You know, you know. <laughs> Whoa, yo, yeah, it was. I mean, Roscoe, it was. Yo, they, but nah, but they did. They did all the joints. Um, they really did. Uh, what is it? The Reup Gang stuff, like Reup Gang, and 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 like they did a bunch of mixtapes. That was a good time. Incredible. Have artists. you ever worked Incredible with the uh, clips? Yo, man, I. <laughs> I love Lord Welland. Yeah, no, close on one. Yo, you know, you know what? Was, Hell no. You know what was real, real crazy was like uh, Pusha. Pusha was really, really cool. I was living in Ghent in uh, in Norfolk at the time, and Doug Dozier and Pusha very, very close, like close, close friends. And, and Shay Helly and, and E, all those dudes. Family was out there. Oh, family. Chad Hugo. Yeah. Um, Good freestyle know. on yeah, the yeah. Album family. Yeah, man. And um, yeah, man. So. <laughs> uh, Malice, Malice, would, Gene would always come to the studio or whatever, but Push, well, he would be like around. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. he'd be around. And I remember we were really, really trying to get just a placement on an R&B group. That was like, there was a bunch of R&B groups, groups out. And it was like a couple of R&B groups where he was fucking with one of these chicks. Or, or, just, <laughs> or, just, or just like really, I mean, Push's ear is crazy. His ear is crazy. You feel me? Like so, he would he would know a lot of musicians or whatever, and he would he would try to get his placements. But our shit was like, it was just too weird. And, and li- like listening back to a lot of that stuff was like we were bugging out. It was like really really weird stuff. But yo, incredible well, MC. Pharrell's pretty weird with his music and everything yeah, like that. Absolutely. You figure it would work, but I absolutely you know. I mean, all right. So so you got to think like, okay, Swiss and Pharrell, are pretty pretty weird. Guys. When was the last time you heard like this? Isn't like your normal hip hop beat, you know? And that was like the first um, single on the album, Lord Willem. Yeah, yeah, that's real. You know, that's a lot real. of those, if you listen to that album, it's not like crazy hip hop it's yeah, just Pharrell Lord going Willen off. Lord is one of the hardest records ever made. I'm from Virginia, it's a good one too. Play I love that album. Yo, we ain't the same. Yo, the same. yo, man. Did you, yo, did you hear the shit he spit on um, the, the Freddie Gibbs joint? Oh, dude, he just. 
Anytime. You, yo, if you haven't listened to that record, man, please. No, I like to push it to you. You know, no. It's uh, Freddie Gibbs and Madlib just came out with a project, man. You should really listen to that project. It's I didn't listen to the whole thing yet, but I listened to the last one. I like the song Robes. Have you seen? Have you listened to Palm Olive? It's, it's Pusha yeah. T, Killer Mike, and that's a dope joint. And Rope, yeah. Oh, I love Killer Mike. Do you think yeah, Pusha yeah, T? Yeah, yeah. You think Pusha T's out of his element now, man? I don't think so at all. Like, do you think with what music is now? Music's like it's like professional wrestling. It's like it's entertainment. It's full on entertainment. Yeah, is yeah. there any space left for guys with like that really had one foot in what they're talking about, and now they're kind of making the crossover to artists? And I asked that in the context of his feud with Drake. Yeah, yeah. I felt like that was that was he part. won. You shouldn't have a career after that. Yeah, but I mean, Drake dude. Drake could lose a battle and still have a career because yeah. he has the trending fans. He's got that much of a commercial yeah. success, but Pusha said it the best way he could have on The Breakfast Club. He goes, yo, it's cool. He was Because they were like, yo, but Drake can like actually rap. He was like, it's cool. He, he's like, he could rap. He's like, I draw. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I was like, yo, like it's two different writers, I mean, bro. Yo, yo, but we're talking about, okay, Drake is, a, I believe Drake to, Drake to be a phenomenal artist. He's a very great artist. I think he's a great artist. We're talking about we're not talking about no spring chickens, man. We're talking about vets. Pusha T has been making music for a long time and consistently. Drake man. looked up to him consistently. Like these guys, you're talking about. You talking about dudes who who made straight street records, and then also two have made like records with Justin Timberlake that were huge, huge records, and then made then then created just like you guys said. I mean, very very unorthodox tracks, and I mean grinding. Grinding goes hard. down in Hall of Fame is one of the hardest beats, hardest joints ever. And the remixes, and the three remixes on the album. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, grinding. Yeah, I tell people too, even when they're like, I never really listen to Pusha T. I'm like, listen to numbers on the board and come yeah. back to it. Let's me. talk about it. Yeah, we can yeah, read the yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yo, he, 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 I believe he can, he can samples. Really write. He can write. I mean, who do y'all think can write? So, so it's the same thing for comedians and, and rappers yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Who can write? On the last Pusha T thing, I was going to say, though, that Kendrick. no one no one talks about this, but he has, like, a huge white college fan base. Like, weird kids who are, like, lyricists. Like, I mean, he talks rapper, about it. He what likes rapper, it. What successful rapper doesn't? I know, but he, he talks about how it's, like, this weird niche of fans they have. You look up, there's an article on, like, Vice and all these outlets, like, how he has this, like, weird, unique, hard hip-hop fan base, but they're, like... Literally, like nerdy white kids. It's people college. that appreciate substance, and somebody that's really is showcasing he knows the craft. Yeah, man, but also, like, too, like I like listening back to a song and being like, "Oh shit, I didn't catch that what, line," what, what, and what that's pushing. He said, "He said, who else? Six Mafia. They all had huge white. Nah, but but check this out. He said, uh, well, he said, he said this. He was like, uh, was it? Who else could put the put the hipsters with felons and thugs? Yeah, and, and paint a perfect picture of what selling it does." He's been doing it. Yo, the skateboarder kids rolling around with, with felons. Play clothes. Yeah. You feel me? Like he, I mean, they, they, those, guys, those guys included everybody. I don't listen, man. I don't know what anybody did or whatever. But it was always an all-inclusive thing. We'll take all your misfits from wherever you're from, and it all worked. You feel me? Like yeah. Those guys are Dude. Deep. Nah, that's like, that's a guy that gets me excited, though. Like, 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 like. Just to listen to, because I just want to see where he's at in terms of like the mood he was in that day when he was writing this shit. Like, and it's the same thing with comics too. Like, I have a like <laughs> I have like a a, a, a hip hop attitude towards comedy writing and comedy where it's like when I'm writing jokes, those are, I couldn't rap, so like that like those are like my bars. You know what I mean? Like my set is my sixteen. Like that's like how I look at it, and it's like. 
you got dudes like Dion Cole. Yo, you put nah, you put hold on. I went to go see him. I went to go see Alex, right? At this comedy show. Oh you god. I mean? It was a mic. It was, yeah, we was. went to open mic. It was me and my girl, we went out, right? <laughs> Yo, he put these dudes on ice out here. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. There's just two dudes sitting at the end of this show, right? Right? It's like, you know, it's just bar environment, whatever. Bunch of comics. Uh, he goes up, you know, Alex, whatever, hand clap or whatever. And these two dudes are sitting very, very close to the microphone over in the corner of the bar. And they're loud, man. They're loud. A little boisterous. There's a lot going on, right? So most comics would have just sat through their routine and just went up. Actually, there were a couple of other comedians that went up and really didn't pay him any mind. Pussies. And, yeah. And, and, it, and it didn't work out for him because these dudes really talked over him. Right. You, you, know, you know somebody can dominate yeah. the kind of, You know. So, so um, yo, man, Alex just leaned on the mic on these motherfuckers and just looked over, right? And then, you know, shit. Now, now, he, now he's gotten the entire... He's got the entire attention of the crowd. Yeah. Once you got the crowd on your side, it's over, man. Rome is the mob, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So he got, so he got everybody all looking, looking towards him. He says, uh, he's like, yo, man, what do you guys do? It's like, uh, he's like, you guys, are, you guys are in finance, aren't you? Right? He's like, yeah, yeah. Actually, we are in finance, right? Just because of how they're dressed, yeah. No, that's how the guy sounded, though, dude. He says, he says, yeah, I can tell. You can always tell the finance dude because their collars are really big. <laughs> I was like, yo, that shirt collar big as shit. And then I was like, how much coke? Like, it was just a lot. No, 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 no. Because this, no, this is when it started, right? Before that happened, I was like talking about like, uh, I was talking about like, uh, like what's worse, uh, being a Jehovah's Witness or being Amish, right? So I was like, like, like I was setting up a joke, and then the dude just yelled out. Oh, fucking Jehovah's Witness. He's like, yo, how do you not celebrate your own birthday? And I was like, my nigga, you a narcissist. <laughs> I was like, how do I not celebrate the day I grace this earth with my presence? Like, yeah, yeah, dude's just weird. But, yeah, all in all, like, with, with that being said, though, it's like I look up to dudes, like, comedy-wise that, uh, that handle situations like that. Like, all I Saint do. St. John pulled it off last night somehow. Yeah, but like, like, but that's a style, and like, it's appreciated. But like, mad people are scared of that shit. Like, like Zach, yo, Zach's done stand up. Like, that, Zach's done the Apollo before. Like, yeah, I didn't know this. Yeah. What's your last name? Oh, I just went by Zach at that point in time. What's your last name? Let me Google you. What are you? Back yeah, let me let me say this too. Hey, maybe I before, heard your last name. Damn, Zabia's trying to yeah, can't snitch. Put a name to he's like face. Vlad over here. No, no, first, <laughs> first snitching. Zabia's name to a face. Yeah, first, first, he's he's Vlad over here. Yeah. No, first off, first off, Zach, Zach is like a really really cool human being, and I've known Zach. We've known each other for a very long time. Like, I mean, maybe around maybe around 11, 11, 10 years old situation. Like definitely, you were you were that age. You, I got a couple of years on you, but yo, cool human being. He's he's accomplished. Yo, he's always mastering some new shit. It's annoying, man. You feel me? Like first he's like, uh, okay, well, you know, I'm doing videos. He's like, oh, I'm gonna shoot this video for Neo, and then he's like, oh, I'm doing something else. Yo, one day we're gonna take you down. This is how we're gonna do it. We're just gonna slash all your tires to all your shit <laughs> all at once. How you gonna ride around? I, 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 I mess with it, man. I get down with it. I did stand up for a while, for for a good long while. How was that? It was just. It was before. You know what it was? There was a talent show downtown, and they had some bread that they were putting up. And I walked by, and I was like, I'm gonna go in here and tell some jokes. 
Yeah. That's it, cause I'm lunchroom table. You know well, what I'm saying? Well, I'm like, well, I'm gonna go in. Worst case scenario, I could just crack on the crowd, crossroads. Oh, for real? Yeah, they had like a talent show, and if you won, you got to go do like a, a show, like a Caroline's or something like that. Like, <laughs> but like during crazy. the daytime, like something weak. You know what I mean? But I'm like, whatever. I'm gonna go in here. I'm gonna crack on the judges and whatever. If I win, I win. If I don't, I don't. I played around and won, yeah. and that put me on like a career of. I was like 13, and. I stopped doing comedy when I was 22. Wow. So, you did yeah. it for a, a while. I did a How lot come? you did comedy? Dude, I did a well, lot of places, man. I did How come rooms. you stopped? DC Improv, San Jose Improv. Like, I Damn. did a lot of back then. And that's this was, I'm going to date myself. This is pre-YouTube, dude. So I was doing this off of. Oh, I off saw the you. cuff? Yo, I got me a little manager. Liked it. Oh, shit. I stopped doing it because my material at that point in time, I mean, it, it wasn't. It wasn't aging with me and feeling like I was feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like it started just my perspective as a 13 year old, and then once you start, to what was the material? Just get weird what? after puberty, right? Like you can't like talk about that shit without making adults uncomfortable. So you were like right? telling jokes over five years old, and you're like, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling this shit anymore. I'm not fit. Like I had a different. Like I'm 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 trying to fuck. But can I say this shit on? Yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, Why yeah, not right now? Like you guys got the you FCC want. on here. It's it's not, oh, yeah, I'm like yeah, I'm like I'm trying to I'm trying to get down on hoes and shit, and it's like motherfuckers wasn't trying to hear the transition there. And my agent said you were doing a lot better when you're doing clean comedy. We could hire you as a kid. Like I auditioned for all that. Really? So yeah. So like, you say you're saying like you're a the little the bow wow cast? of comedy. I lost out to uh, Kel to Keenan really Kel, as a concept. Uh, yeah, I went to Nickelodeon Studios. Uh, I did a hand. I did my set. I did some. You are Nick at night. Kind of looks like Childish Gambino. He has yeah. a Childish Gambino and vibe. Then I, and then I fucked around right. and lost out to. So every time he has success, and I don't know this man. I still I like I hate a little bit like when they announced he was on SNL. I was like, he's doing big things. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's it's about time by he the way, he's SNL. You know, you're just, you're just a creative. It went from comedy you to get, what? You can just see fucking Zach just like I love orange soda. I fucking Keenan Thompson, man. He's he's a guy that can just get in pocket and just he's safe. He's yeah. safe. He just does what he's supposed to do and keeps it moving. He got bread. That, that even and sounded like bread. a little twist. And you don't want to imagine it like outside of SNL, like he's doing some really fun shit with his money. You want to think he's just kind of corny all the time. But he's probably a really cool guy and gets a lot of bitches and enjoys his life. And I'm hating him right now. Did you like? The, did you like the Eddie Murphy? <laughs> did you like the Eddie Murphy? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! What is happening? He summed it Yo, up listen, in a breath. Listen, listen, I am not synonymous. He summed it up any, in a breath. Any type of hate. That is oh, Zach so and funny. Zach only. Yo, he said I probably ain't right out. <laughs> Jesus. That's dope. I didn't even know that, dude. Like I can tell you some shit. What the Yo, fuck? is that the old This is a great episode. Bad, this is such a great hey, listen. Matter of fact, let's Yo, backtrack, call really back. Really hey, listen, shout out, out to the initial guests for not showing up because none of this would have been possible. Bro, like, this is a crazy episode. This is a Baylor episode. We got to go back because right now we're having this interview. We're, we're doing this podcast in a place, and I just want I want to be very descriptive on where I am and how dope the vibes are down here, <laughs> right? Like, yo, huh? yo, there's a corner in like every what? place that's devoted to <laughs> his like, name. What? What did he say? <laughs> You got, you got the video game corner. Then you got yo yo. There's a corner. I'll take that as a compliment. That's there the is a corner of this room that like is Compton. a Rocky Compton Balboa. Yeah, yeah. Only zone. Yo, you should have been here last week. There wasn't a uh, heavy bag. It was a slab of meat. Uh, yeah, for real. <laughs> for real. 
Uh, Sweeney was punching the ribs me <laughs> tender, bro. I want, I want no problems rib, with Sweeney. Yo, there's a pool table there. There's Real. another couch in there's case you want to test the flashlight and then you just there. Got an unused oven. You don't know. You got there's not a pool table. There, is that is that air multiple hockey. pool tables? No, air oh, I was about to say. Got to have one of each. This is a venue. Couple couches. We got flashlights. Got a brick wall. Empty beer bottles. This is as basement esque as it gets. Oh yeah, I wanted to say shout out to a picture of Yogi Berra. And, J- and Jada Zach, Stevens. For, your, for the listeners, Zach is uh, observing our fleshlight. Is, so I want to hear this comments. Is, this, is, this is your sponsor. This, this is, is yes. Shout this, out to I was just telling out. This is Send how you more. know it's a fucking man's world, man. <laughs> what, because what, what it's it? pussy, but it also has it's a, like it's a utilitarian value. Like it's also a flashlight. <laughs> like, <laughs> like in case I drop the sock in the dark, yeah, my and I was grandma thought it was a flashlight. With, I can like turn it around well, and shit. People think it's a flashlight. Called flashlight. This is a very masculine concept, like Swiss Army sex toys. <laughs> and it could be a vase. <laughs> it looks it looks like one of those candle no. scents. Like how much, of, scents. how much of a power move would that be to just flip a flashlight upside down and stick roses in it and put that in your dining room table? <laughs> <laughs> power moves only. Could you get away with making a flashlight also only. a vape? Oh. Probably. Got a four yeah. Like, do you let do you one? let that pass? Do you Lou, let a guy Lou, just walk around? <laughs> Lou yo, yo, flavored yo, vape. Out. Can I ask you a question? Do you really want that money when that comes back? Right? <laughs> if it works, do you really want the money? Yeah. <laughs> like you, yeah, you I want. Yeah, I want that, that money. You want to be known? I want to. I want to count thousands of dollars in bed and just be like those fucking jerking off cavemen. And for only thousands of dollars, like like I'm I'm not doing flashlight. Off the thousands, I, it got to be some M's. Oh no no I'm t- no no no! Listen listen that that. You talking rubbing? No no no! Listen, I'm only taking a little bit out. The rest is inequity. <laughs> 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 like I see it in my head already. Yeah yeah. yeah. Look, people are gonna be like, you must be doing real good in this business. I'm like, you know how many people jerk off, nigga? Play yourself. Don't ever play yourself. Don't ever play yourself. Don't ever play yourself. Congratulations. You played yourself. And I go, uh, obviously you don't know who the Sweeney's is, okay? A fucking world-renowned hip-hop and radio producer and host, radio host, who's done interviews with countless superstars and is a fucking multifaceted talent. So the fucking best thing you could fucking do is have him be a sponsorship for your fucking shitbag CBD oil because the kid's a fucking legend in the game. Okay? He's the fucking greatest interview you will ever see. Howard Stern, Charlemagne, Larry King, ain't shit on Mike Sweeney, okay? So you're gonna wanna fucking have our business, motherfucker. Sincerely, sincerely, the Sweeney's. Get yourself shot. Yo, keep it basement. Keep it basement. Back at it, baby, with the bang bangers. Nigga, shut your ass up, man. I don't give a fuck, man. You are listening to Keep It in the Basement, like most Italians. If you're not Italian, keep it there anyway. Well, that's cool, because you're a fan. I'm a fan, too. You know what I'm saying? And I think, to me, fans make the best interviews. You know what I mean? Like, Because we're asking the questions from a fan perspective. When you're a true fan... And, you follow the artist and you study your artist and you know an artist's music, you know an artist's background, you know the questions, the right questions to ask because you're asking questions from a fan perspective. And not only that, the reason you said that you're able to talk to uh, your favorite artist for an hour, it's not that you're able to talk to them for an hour, it's you're able to listen to them for an hour. It's a yeah. difference. 
See, a lot of interviewers don't listen. See, I want to listen. I, like, yeah. like a lot of interviewers, I have 20 questions, and all they want to do is get through those 20 questions. But the yeah. truth of the matter is, if you ask me a question, if I ask an artist a question, and the artist answers me, if I'm listening, I'm probably going to get something else out of his answer that I want to ask him. And that's what a conversation is all about. Hello? Hello, Sipe? Yes, yeah, Sipe, what's up? Hey, what's going on? This is Mike Sweeney. Sweeney. What's up, dude? Mike Sweeney, the idiot. Got it. Keep it what radio? Basement. Keep it basement? Like, keep it, like, keep it in the house. Keep it yeah. basement radio? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, hey, what's going on? It's your boy, Lil Dicky. Shout out Mike Sweeney, Swain, and Keep It Basement Radio. What's up, guys? This is Mickey Gall. You're listening to Keep It Basement. Keep It Basement. What do you guys, <laughs> what do you guys actually, like, okay, I, I'm, I mean, I ask this of you guys, because you guys are all in some regard, within comedy. I mean, I'm the only not person really, really here well, so. who's not a comedian, I guess. I'm not really a comedian. Mike says he's a comedian. Right. I don't say it. You say I'm a comedian. I do. I don't say it. He's just not a stand-up comedian. Jack I mean, um, you got, well, no, you, that, have, have you funny. done stand-up before? No, one time. Yeah. One time? Oh, yeah. No, one time. <laughs> <laughs> it turned into a motivational speech. Hold on, hold on. I was there, but he turned into a motivational speech. He's done stand-up once, and none of us saw him. And oh, I actually got a, I got, yeah, I got Sweeney. a. You got a standing thank I was like, thank you for uh, just, I just pretty much thanked everyone for listening to me and being out there and having the balls to do it. And like, I kind of went from the heart. <laughs> and all of a sudden, everyone, everyone cheered, everyone was clapping. Where was this at? It was in Princeton. And then I was like, can I, and then I was like, can you all take pictures of me? Because I want to send to a porn star because she told me she would send me nudes or hang out if I did stand up. And it was a true story and they took pictures. Dope. And they're like, thank you, man. Did, did she though? I never hung out with her because she got ended up fucking getting a boyfriend, getting married, and getting out of the. That's game the one that sent you. Said? That's the one that sent you condoms, right? She yeah. mailed you condoms. She, sent me, yeah. pic- she sent me pictures and cat pics and everything else. Shout I have a Dean. literal true story of watching porn in a, a purely academic capacity and seeing a friend of mine fucking a porn star. Not bad. Just, oh, really? just, and he's not a porn star, but he was in the porn, just like in a what? weird sort of. Sci-fi. I'm going to see Zappy. Well, sir, well, sir. Hey, you guys are fucking fans. If he was in a pornographic movie, it was a porn star. No, it was like a porn home movie, but with a legitimate porn star at the time. I can't remember her name, but she was like this hot Latina chick. Shut up, the Latinas. I was like, is that fucking Jared? Veronica Rodriguez? Jared. Oh, no. Yeah, that's my favorite, by the way. Valerie K. Oh, dude, that's the... Her Dude. voice is fucking brutal, though. Uh, Valerie Kay's voice is brutal. What, do you watch the whole fucking Listen, things? I, I, I hear, I've heard her talk. Yo, I would, treat, I would treat that woman so respectfully, bro. You get... <laughs> <laughs> She's about as smart as this You got no... Oh, that's mean. I'm, you could ask, but... Well, nah, nah, but You're objective Wait, 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 wait. Now, let me say this. I know. On some... Not even on some Paula shit, but, like, is this, like, a porn star that's had, like, a lot of work done? Because, like, here's the thing. A no, an average American dick... Paired up with the with the with the average, average working she was, she was porn star. Like a hot Dominican woman, but with like new tits. She was on some just like like Bang Bros out of South Miami. Like she was bad. Like this was this was a one up for him. Like, like everybody bags. who found this shit, it, it got him a job. Like this did not hurt. Shout out to anyone who's making money <laughs> doing what they like to do. Yo, the hiring manager. We saw what you did. And we need that here. <laughs> <laughs> we need a guy like you. It's like the LeBron James of the trading him up. You feel me? Oh my god! 
That's they're making thing. deals. Do you think being there's, in porn there's cap would, space? Does being in porn hurt you as a man? One of my biggest fears. I is I don't like think so. Not performing well on a porn because women. Being no, because women watch bus. porn. Wait a second. What? <laughs> women. <laughs> women watch porn too. Does so it like hurt being you? a. Does being would being in porn like hurt your like career? Depends what you as are. A, as a, yes. If it's, all you it, have, yes. if it's all you've ever done. Is, is it, it hurt is Tommy it, Lee? Uh, oh, Tommy? Nah, but every Tommy Lee, damn sure didn't hurt Roast. All he gets is big dick jokes. All he gets is big dick jokes at Roast, though. So I don't think really it hurt him. Yeah. Yeah. Salute to Kim Kardashian. Made a porn, and now she's helping people get out of jail. Holly. You can't hate on her. It That's the American dream. It's the American dream. From the root to the... Oh, Jimi Hendrix had one, I think, too. Really? What was yeah. it? Fucking VHS? Jeez. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that VHS shit, wasn't even a thing. Nah, not even. Wasn't even. It wasn't even VHS. It was a uh, folklore. You sure it was? His di- <laughs> was it his dick or the guitar? <laughs> it was drawn on the side of a cave. <laughs> was it his guitar or dick? Jesus, probably his guitar. Next time. Next time. <laughs> Um, Yo, I no. Know, but I saw what a porn <laughs> recently, and the, and the male performer had a, a tattoo on his ass cheek. Oh, why for do you, real? Why like, you, you have an ass cheek tattoo? Because it fucking blocks the screen. Do you know the guy? I, I see if he's walking around the other way. You know the porn star with a tattoo of Master Shake, like on his rib cage. What? No. Oh, yeah. I don't try to look at the guy that hard. I was just doing yeah, a porn. Like, I was just doing a porn check to see how much porn everybody watches. Yeah, let's, let's back up the truck <laughs> there. I was saying that guy. If you have an ass cheek tattoo, what you, you have to truck? You don't look at the guy that hard. I'm trying to look at the tats. No, but is there is there is there is there like a dick? Hold on. Did you just reference a rib tat from a male porn star? And and here's here's the thing. It's a Jersey based company. I'm pretty sure he's a Jersey guy. And Master Shake of Aquatine. Don't make it about in South Jersey. And to me, I. Like took a step back. I was like, oh, you want to be local? This is you an interesting like meta moment. This was the. There's a lot of porn stars from Jersey, and a lot of retired ones live here. I'm not gonna lie. Shouts out to Brian Pumper though for uh, cracking right, uh, eggs on <laughs> and fake <laughs> cracking chains. eggs on girls' heads. Yo, you seen that? And the fake yeah, chains. Yeah, yo, yo, yo. It no. can't be cracking nah. raw eggs on girls' heads, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's his, that's his thing. No, no, no. But he took it up a notch. I think like one of them, one of them was like a like a like a brown skin chick. So he had a brown egg. Like, <laughs> wow. Shout out all the adult entertainers. You ever heard about Brian Pumper? Freaking just cracking eggs on chicks. Entertainers, you need a gimmick. Exotic in 2019. You need a gimmick. Uh, he ain't going God there. God bless him. Done here. Hundred years old. Check, please. No, he's not. <laughs> Derek, don't want to say anything. Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's hard to balance. Uh, no, no, no. It's easy. This is good. <laughs> shout, out, shout out all the entertainers. <laughs> Got to send them shirts. Shout out Jay Stevens. How long have you guys been doing this podcast for? Two years, almost two years. For real? Oh, they've been. Do- they did it longer. Like point for me and you. A few years yeah. back, they were. Doing- he was like, he was like, actually, now, Mike you're, just you're late to the party. He pointed to you like garbage. Yeah, yeah, right? he gave, he gave it it like, <laughs> you're late <laughs> to the. They've fucking been doing it a little bit. Well, Mike's been doing it for, and then he brought Sam. I mean, it's it's, oh, good, no, no, it's it? confusing. A couple of years they were doing it, and then Sam, then he, it's at least five okay. years, but not consistently. Yeah, Mike. Like the last two years has been straight yeah. consistency, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. but, but no, he, it, it did, this dates back to like what 2013, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, 2014. Something like that. Something like that. What were you guys? What, do you remember what you guys spoke about doing the first? How about this? So Mike was doing radio, and he brought he would bring Sam. I don't know how he used to be his camp counselor, and he would bring him in. He was like 14. What? How, he's only like 19. Hey, yo, Akil, Akil, was Akil. Oh, 20, hey, yo, he just listen, turned 21, right? Listen, listen. Can I he's say 20. something? Can I say something? Very important disclaimer. If there's anything appropriate that ever happened with this podcast that wasn't involved, all right? What? what his dad were, signed off you on it. You were his okay. camp counselor? No, Akil was. Black thing to say. His dad signed off on it. Akil okay. was. 
Yeah. You can fuck my kid. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Zapier uh, has a way of just making everything really podcast. awkward. No, I'm not awkward. I'm, that's the legit origin of the story. I'm, I'm not well, trying to make the a story. Hold on, no, no. So you, uh, no, 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 no. All, jo- all joking aside. So you, yeah. you were his camp counselor. Yeah. And then, and you guys. Like, like he was one of the camp counselors at the place, it. and I didn't even realize till I was walking one day. Like I knew he was in Raritan. I was taking a walk one day. I'm like, oh shit! Like I know who the fuck that is. Like a year later, and I'm like, oh wait, you live like I didn't realize he lived like eight blocks down from me. Gotcha. So I'm like, okay, cool. What are you up to nowadays? Yada yada. And you were like, oh, I'm doing a podcast. No, and so I follow radio. him social media later on. It was on. a radio show, and oh, okay, uh, it was with my other buddy Akil, and he would. Con- you were yeah, that was his camp counselor, and that's how we connected. And then he would listen all the time, tweet us, and be like their first fan ever when I had no one listening. Yeah, yeah, sure. And then. Um, yeah. I start to interview people. I still don't. Shit. I start to interview like every like everyone, Charlemagne, everybody, like just a bunch of people, and uh, just kept going with it, and then did it in a podcast because like, like you said, like kind of in a way, I saw radio. You can't rely on radio. You got to do it yourself. Yeah. Like podcasting, you're able to do it whenever you want, and you build your own brand. Radio, you got these assholes who want to yes. kick you off. They don't like hip hop. Yes. They don't like your controversial interviews. They don't like what you have to say. They they're against anything. It's all about radio sales and just announcing a song for 12 seconds you know what I mean 7 seconds well, I mean, and not even being a personality it's ridiculous if you can build for a crowd for, for something you should you should have the ability to market market it and do what you want to do with it. Yeah. And, and a lot of times I mean shit you know man you understand uh, that this whole entertainment business is only owned by like three companies yeah I know, you know whether, no matter if it's a radio film all those companies also own prisons Prisons and then and, 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 and jet and jet Yo, we ex- diversified. Yo, Zach is keep it real down exploding here minds, bro. They what? Have you ever looked at one of the, like one of the, one of the list of like conglomerates for entertainment? No, you know how I know you're a cool guy. You have not you haven't sweat at all, and you're wearing a sweatshirt down here. It's like 100 degrees down here. Oh no, it's not, you, it's you not stay cool. You, no, no, but check this out. You've you've, you've said many times that it's really really hot down here, but it's not really that hot down here. You know, <laughs> it's a, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's moderate. Hot. It's moderate. I'm in it's moderately hot, and I'm fucking dripping. Yeah, I'm you're dripping. You're dripping sweat. I'm always yeah, dripping because I. Oh, you're, you're, you're losing calories though on those Wendy's burgers. Right, I so need to. <laughs> Yo, for real, that baconator was amazing. Dude. It was amazing, man. Dude, what? And no, then, and then also too the twenty piece nugget. <laughs> it was also quite affordable. Had to fight her for it, but cheeseburger after. She was upset about that. And when we said all the sauce, she didn't really want to give us all the sauce. Yeah, I was like, what do, you, what do I care if I'm working at Wendy's? I give you the whole fucking sauce for free. I don't care. Take whatever you want. What were we getting at, though? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we're at a... We're at, we're at a Way back, I wanted to go back and touch on because these though. guys come from... Well, oh, he comes uh, from comedy cool. and music. Derek comes from music. He's always around comedy. But the first question you asked was the Triple X thing, and we never really had them yeah, you know, right. touch on it. I get it's old news already. It's already like two weeks old, but I think it's a really interesting topic, especially with you guys. Yeah, my point is because you did comedy. You like comedy. You're in the music industry. We're in the music industry. still are. Do DJ and stuff like that. And that whole XXX thing happened. What do you think with about comedian? that? Because you know it's kind of like pinning comedians against hip hop. I have no people. idea what you're I live in a cave about. these days. Okay, so basically, wow. basically, uh, this comedian, uh, this girl, she's actually from Jersey. I don't know. I don't want to really blow her up or anything, but she's like, she was at the, um, she was doing a, a set for the uh, Comedy Cellar in New York City. Basically, it's a Comedy Central show, and she did a triple X Tentacion joke. You know, the, the setup was about how he died, and uh, and then right after the joke came out, basically, it was like. 
What was the joke, Alex? I she know. said something about a uh, Vemo. Are you guys what? still mourning over uh, the loss of Triple X and Tacyon? And everyone laughed, and she was like, "It's really sad." But I look at it as that'd be a really good Venmo commercial. That was the joke. Because he tried to buy a car with fifty thousand yeah. dollars in cash, but she prefaced it with that. But the whole point behind it is that she got it got basically more flack and got exposed by a fellow comedian, complex. which got her like death threats. That's a complex joke. It's a very con- it went it went. I think I think that people well, were offended what you think? just off of not understanding the joke. People got like for real. People yeah. aren't that smart, and I think that they heard X's That's name cool. on TV at from Ready and from a white passing girl when she's not white at all. Uh, no, she's, completely Middle Eastern. She's fucking yeah. African, bro. Like, yeah, like, 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 she, yeah, like, she just like, looks white, but yeah. Yeah, she's fucking African, bro. Also, like, no and and then they heard laughter. So they heard dead rapper, white passing woman, laughter in the background. This ain't right. Nobody and like, and I'm like, yeah, but yeah, nobody has the, the, the context. What should do the joke. Bro. I'll tell you what it's fucked me up joke. about it. What fucked me up is Adam No Jumper 22 whatever and academics were freaking out about this girl. I love They're the, the biggest. But Ak is making fun of fucking yeah. but Ak making fun of fucking Yeah, yeah. Ak can that. shut his dumb ass up. But bro. He, like, he and he made money off XXX. That's why it's all about relationships and he met him and knew him. It's like kind of fucked up, but that's how the way the world works. Like these guys clown rappers all day, clown people all day. Then once someone from the outside comes in, a comedian, he acts like he's all this holy and great guy and he's like he sticking up for XXX. Justice on yeah. And the comedian and he was like a troll his whole fucking life. You got to keep the same energy, pal. That's I like, know you evolve and everything, but like still. And nonsense. And whenever you attack the culture or whenever you comment on the culture, people like close ranks and get all social justice warrior. Look, you're a comic. You're going to say some shit. You're supposed to, to say jokes. shit. You're supposed to make jokes. It's supposed to be uncomfortable. That's and what makes people then, laugh. Like then, You got to break the tension. But, but I just te- think that it's an out. obscure ass out. joke to make, and that's why I was like, God bless you. Check this out, though, Zach. This is real. Now, hang on hang on, real quick. I think that's what she was... You have, to be able, you have to be able to. You have to be able to. Okay, if you're going to say that, right, and you're making a living off of saying I jokes, to make race jokes. Hang, hang on, for people. real. If you're, I, if, you're I going, if you're going to yeah. say that, right, <laughs> reap the reward and also take. Yo, man, many many comics, whether it's prior or whoever else, took flack. Took flack for what they said. So stand by what you said. Well, here's what happened. Either, like for real, is she standing by it? Is like, like is it is it retraction mm, on every single thing? She apologized, but the thing is, it she shouldn't have. I didn't even think it was offensive, really. And I get it. I don't know Triple X and Tayshawn. He has I don't his know. fans, well, whatever. But the whole the whole point why the comics are mad is that a fellow comedian really exposed the joke and got her basically what she got. So now he's being completely shadow banned. Everyone hates him. He's wait, a fucking. I don't know. So he pulled a Hannibal Burris. He sniffed exactly. He basically pulled a not as bad as a Hannibal. Quicker, a worse. quicker Hannibal. Not okay. not yeah. Way he worse. Snitched hard. Well, it, the, it's not as bad. As he was giving out like the address and stuff, right? It's not as bad as what Hannibal, you know, what Bill Cosby did. But I'm saying, like, yeah, the same concept. And you know, he has a bunch of shit coming. He's not gonna, you know, everyone's gonna fucking just be against him. My whole point is that I don't think it was offensive. Obviously, I'm coming from the comedian standpoint. I think it was a good joke. I think she should do the joke. Nobody in the co- in that crowd. No offense. No one in that crowd knows who Triple X Tentacion is. And I think the joke. the part of the joke yeah, the joke was that's, fine. That's, that's I, I really don't like. We don't. You know. That therein lies the problem. And then you have a problem too because yeah, exactly. you have people like Adam Twenty Two who made money and, and got part. famous off of the XXX interview when he because it like was was interview that blew his YouTube page up. So obviously everything he says is going to be biased towards XXX and he's going to hate on everyone else. Exactly. It's not. It's not. It's not a fair approach. It's kind of like politics now. Yeah. Everyone's fucked up. You know. Same situation. Really. I mean, did she just tell? It sounds like she told told a joke and it missed though. Too. No, it hit hard. 
Well, how did they hit hard and they didn't know? Because it went viral on social media. <laughs> see, exactly. See, see, but but, but she but she missed she missed the room. Well, no, but she no, right? it didn't hit. I don't no, know. it hit hard, but she didn't. They didn't know who she was. Yeah, I think you're who right. the who the rapper was. But once she explains that he got robbed with fifty thousand dollars cash, nah, she knew who he was, dude. She wrote a thing like he wasn't no, 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 the no. most cleanest rapper ever. He no, had saying, allegations no, Dina, of all this. No, no, I'm saying she knew who. I'm saying the crowd didn't know who he was. The comic, no, otherwise, why wouldn't she? Yeah. Yeah, I got. I got. I got. Getting funnier the more you explain. No, it's Dina. She's a great comic. She's funny as shit. She's very dark, and I think she's great. Yeah. Okay. I love. I love the joke. She gets a pass. Comedy. She gets a pass. No, I'm being honest. I do that. I'm black. I mean, I mean, you had. I gotta see it. We're coming from the comedian standpoint, but like, no, you would. You. I. I mean, you. No, this is where this is where it got fucked up. I just think it's the relationship factor. It's funny how comedians are with comedians and the hip hop people are going so hard, like. Like it's not a fair no, this is situation. Where, like break it down and like this talk is, about it. This know? is where it got I mean, fucked up. Another comic at fucking another comic with a lot of pull that's also a working comic on that network had said something about it. And I know what you're saying. And, and now but that's that's the whole fuck up right there. That wouldn't have happened if homie stood behind your own people, bro. Like you know what this shit is. Like, outside, outside like if any, if I'm anything, no, I'm saying if anything, if there's a ri- if you, if anybody, I think yeah, comic to comic had a problem with another comic shit personally. You should go to that person in person, yeah, but, not but, on a computer yeah, exactly. screen. Hey, hang on, not, but, but but I mean the que- the question I was asked was was a little bit different. It was like, oh, okay, you know, from comedy, and then you you have rappers that are like that rappers that are that are like, oh, okay, you know, sensitive in a, in a, in 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 a sense, right? Oh, okay, so so if you're talking about sensitivity, okay, man, it, it could be a situation, man, where those guys have to be on edge, man. Motherfuckers come at them hard all the time, yeah. dude. Like, I mean, it's a constant, constant you, thing. I don't know, it's if fucking constant. You would have laughed. Like, at social I mean, ASAP just got out of jail, like. Free ASAP. You feel like dumb, like dumb shit all the time, and yeah, hip hop at least d- d- did exist. My take is because um, I was a, I'm a hip hop fan, and my take was like looking at all the hip hop sites. It's so funny because like you see how pathetic and fake it is because they're riding so hard for XXX. Not to say they shouldn't, but they were doing the same shit, or if not worse, talking the same shit. So it's sure. like how are you gonna keep how, keep the same energy at least, you know? Like let the yeah. joke ride or say your opinion, but like. Talk about how you were talking about certain things that were negative too, you know. Do you want me to sure. play the joke to give you context? Yeah, I would love to. Okay, great. Yeah, I just want to check it out. Oh uh, wait, you're, it's gonna be in our headphones. I'm just gonna act like I can hear. Alex, it. give them your headphones. Yeah. You can I, act like you can hear. Act like you hear. Derek will be able. Oh, well. And I'm still mourning XXX Tentacion. They altered the sound so it could be on YouTube. <laughs> he's a he's a rapper who uh, was murdered. He's dead now. Um... He was, he was shot, he was on his way to buy a car with $50,000 in cash, and somebody shot him and took the money, which is very tragic. But I think also it would be a very good Venmo commercial. Yeah. <laughs> was it too soon? That's a joke, that's it. I thought, you know what it is? Was it, I don't want to give anybody notes. Dude, it, I just don't like that she used the word very twice. I think if she just would have said it would have been like a phenomenal Venmo commercial. <laughs> I think it would have rolled a little bit. So you're better. saying you're saying the wordplay. Yo, you listen to Seinfeld. Yo, you listen to you watch comedians and cars getting coffee because I, Seinfeld comedy, said the same thing. Remember he kept he changes the way he talks about his joke. Man. Yeah, that was a he joke. He changes the the uh, but, certain yeah, but way. That's What'd also like a thing. It's delivered. My fifth shout out to my fifth grade English teacher. She would never let us use the same descriptive term twice. Oh wait, in the same for me. Hold on, who's your fifth grade? In the same way. If I'm going to write a description for something, you don't use the same word twice. Can't use the same. Can't say he said, she said, he said, she said. 
you know, he exclaimed, she proclaimed, they declared. You got to yeah. do you gotta things. Go out of your way so not she said very, very, I feel like it took the edge off the joke. Yeah, right. problems It made her seem, la- it had lack of confidence in it. And that's why. Yeah. That's I'm but it, but you, I don't. Well, well, she's she's saying you, she should have went harder. I think she should have went harder. Yeah, wow. I think it's great. Yeah. So should fucking stupid no jump. It was a, it was a, it was a good thing. But I think she also felt like she could say the joke also because like this, she's never been one to just sit there and just say some shit out of blind taste. Like I feel like once you're working on that level, you put the research in. It was what you're, it was what you're, That's what you're not. writing about. No, but it was no secret. Dude was like beating his like ex, like his pregnant ex girl and shit yeah. like that. So like, I think that she maybe thought that there was wiggle room for a joke to be made like that. The only thing is, everybody that's coming at her neck is all fourteen and fifteen year old kids. <laughs> Nobody over the age of twenty one gives a fuck yeah. about it, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. the real. Wonder if she yeah. did that shit on purpose though to blow that's up. She didn't this. do the shit on purpose to blow no. up. This just all got out of proportion no. once again because no, 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 I think no. one comic, one comic kind of. I would say I would have to say I would, I would have to intervene on that, that one. Yeah. I would have to fuck intervene. James Davis. Now, now, if that the, listen nah, in the in the room, if, just, in the room, if that if that much explanation was needed, then the joke wasn't for the room, and the joke was for somewhere else, either for the camera. Exactly, or it was on a Comedy Central show. So, so I would say I would say that, yeah. She actually did do it for claim and fame. Just, just no. like, just like, yo, just like did, every. Did she blow up? Yo, my G. She didn't do it for claim and fame. Here's the reason why. Yo, yo, you there, you don't do a joke you just wrote while you're bit. taping for TV. She had that, that was bit. For, yeah, that was for a TV. She had that bit in the cut TV. for a minute, my bro. G. You and never do it's that. A big retail material. In the she room. wanted exposure, though. No, it's like not everybody. it. No, but she didn't even want. No, no, no. You're not expecting to get exposure from Triple X and Tacey Owens fans. Yeah, They're you fucking are. Yeah, yeah, you are. No. It's also not her, dude. No, it's she doesn't al- know who that is. It's she also this. It's also this. Comedy Central. First off, first off, first off, that is that is it. Comedy Central posted that's a fabrication. That's not true. There, there's a such a thing called juxtaposition, and and a little white girl. Talking about a rapper. She's Isn't not white. White, white, <laughs> light. She's little. not white. Yo, man, stop. Stop. White, light, little, male, female juxtaposition has been used since the forefront of comedy and also the forefront of entertainment in order to get laughs and giggles. This guy's big. This guy's little. It's been done for a long time. She told the joke for a reason. Stand by the joke or I don't. That's a very intellectual. Told, yo, don't don't back don't back out now. Like, oh my God. She said the would, joke. The joke works. She stood by, the but joke she works the without is, knowing who Extension is. Exactly. She didn't even need to put him in there. No, 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 no. But like, it, I think it was. Exactly. I would. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying a, no, no. But she put out a statement too, where she didn't apologize for the joke. All she said was, yeah, when that, the joke was written, it wasn't intended to mock a death or hurt anybody. It was, it was just. Great. But a he joke. died on. She died like, on command. No, no, no. But but that was it. She still stood by it. The only thing is, she took her page down because motherfuckers were leaking her address. And the real problem is. That's yeah, something else. That's, that's a completely different thing. That's bullshit, that's, that's, man. That's, that's terrible. She could have that's used terrible. a completely fictitious name like Lil Fizzo and the same Actually, story. I he's pretty good. He's <laughs> coming up right now. <laughs> the same story. And the shit would have worked. What's just conceptually, it? a hey, rapper bro. with bro. cash gets murdered hey, on his This way is it, yo. I agree, I agree with Derek and Alex. He didn't do it for exposure yeah, because, once again, Comedy Central is the one that leaked the clip. They own your shit once you tape. The fu- at the fucking place. Once also, you tape at the venue, yeah. that set is she, there. They she paid said, you. What she said was also, not Comedy so who, Central wasn't going to take it off the she show. She she told them. She her told them to take, take it, it down. That's why I'm saying she they didn't do that. It. It, it's she only didn't, she didn't say she didn't say anything super super crazy. I feel like maybe it was ill advised. Maybe either for the crowd or or it was ill advised timing wise. Sometimes people don't have enough time to actually deal with. 
for for a lot of young kids, man, losing that dude, it was a thing. Yeah. It was a thing, man. How'd you bro. feel when Big got shot? Yo, man, okay, I remember exactly where I was when yeah, Big got shot, man. Yeah, yeah, it was um I think I was in the crib. I was, I, I had just woken up, man. Angie Martinez, uh what is it? My alarm Ooh, was going Martinez. off for school. Angie Martinez was giving an announcement and said said he said he passed. And it was just like kind of this weird thing. I was like, nah, he didn't say that. And then you went to school and it was like, yo, he really passed. And it was just people who had to go home. So so for so for a lot of young kids, it was like this this guy was that to them. Maybe it was just ill-advising time. Then again, man, comedy is supposed you you're supposed to push boundaries. I know. You're supposed to be able to make those kind of jokes. And I don't think she did anything wrong. No, no. But, but I, I mean, stuck up for her. I, I was against like the way people in hip hop were talking about. But it. I like, mean, it was the worst what, thing ever. But I do believe it was strategic on what she said. I think you hip-hop have to be strategic. Be the, uh, the thermometer barometer by which we determine what's ready to be talked about or not. Hip hop's always late. The reaction. Yeah. They're just they 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 they're not in advance of like the news. Yeah. If they react to things yeah. that are happening, they just want to react. They when they want to get the likes and followers. And you're and supposed to push the line. Retweets. Hip hop is in comedy. And I know comedians who were literally... Anthony Jeselnik made his Boston bombing joke the day after the Boston bombing, and it God killed. bless Anthony Jeselnik. Amazing. Okay, you're supposed to do that. I, would say, I, wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say that's like even Hard a for comedian thing. Now. I would say entertainers in general are very, very sensitive human beings. Definitely. Very, very sensitive human beings. But they're doing... They're doing look, they're doing, they're doing the Lord's work, man. We got to unpack. We got to, you know, got to deal with this shit. Man. I it's agree like with that. Up, so somebody has to talk about it. I agree with I agree with everything you're saying. I'm just saying, you know, entertainers well, are pretty they're pretty sensitive, man. It's all now. Hopefully, she's it's not the right okay. Thing. She's good. I, yeah, she's great. I, I, the, and she's from Jersey, so shout out to her. Thing. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I mean, listen, it's the first time I ever heard of comedy. I'll, I'll listen to something else and uh, you know check some of the stuff out. It's unfortunate that this is a thing that she's known for. Yeah, right? that's what you don't want. It's like it's like the Francis thing with the barstool thing. It's like a similar concept. You kind of have to you use it to your advantage. Yeah, yeah, you can't right away though. You look like an asshole if you do it right away, like you said. But over and, time, you got to. It's not a with, Kramer with that much situation. Backlash, you have to kind of yeah, like, like like eat like it. Kramer is still in the game. If Kramer is still in the game, he's just a then dipshit. Anyone is cool. Yeah. Kramer would be finished. Now. He's vaguely in the game. I wasn't mad at Kramer. Really? You just lost it. I think he's a dude from a different time, and when dudes from that time lost it, that's what they said <laughs> to each other. No, that's what they said to each other. And there was a black guy who would say something equally, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's from New York from back know. when neighborhoods is, were is divided by clear lines. There's not that's really. That's like as bad as you can get, though. <laughs> no, but he probably was ready to throw hands at that point. You know what I'm saying? I think Kramer, I think Kramer was just a victim of uh, method acting. Uh <laughs> <laughs> He just uh, he sold he into the character too hard. He wanted the David Duke role in Black Klansman. Uh, Let me put this in context. I don't think Kramer holds Klan meetings at his home. No, I think not. he's from an era where he knows if you say this to a black man, those are fighting words. It's the meanest thing you can say. It's going to get right under his skin, and I'm prepared to do it. He'd be fucked now. Can you imagine? Can you imagine Kramer busting in the door like how he does on Seinfeld, but to a Klan <laughs> meeting like, "Hey, Jerry, oh Jerry, dude," and then, you- Jeff, uh, and then Jerry just. <laughs> Up the sheet. I thought this was just a hoodie. Like, <laughs> did anyone, did anyone like a, that? But his hood's backwards and like George's doesn't fit. Dude, did anyone make that a comedy sketch right after the Laugh Factory thing happened? That would have been pure gold. Oh, my God. Oh, Jerry, you got you to gotta believe this. <laughs> that would have been the f- most viral clip in history. Oh Comes in, God. kicks the Something door. Something wrong with yeah. the fruit. Still slides oh, so, in, takes the hood off. That's so funny. Am I late? 
Yo, if Kramer can get away with that, but they would never get around to doing any action. How about special? How about Seinfeld? He never goes hard on jokes like that. He's in the game a legend. Like he'll he can make a joke about an apple and it would kill, but he doesn't go hard with certain jokes. That's just how he is. It doesn't have to be, especially when you could do twenty minutes on an apple. Like, like, like trust clean. me, like Legend. clean too. You know we think shit though. Like, what's that. with the core? Uh, like, there's so much you. You know, you know why? You know why Seinfeld feels so heavy? Because he's one of the most relatable comedians. Yeah, this man. is this is this is the stuff that runs through yeah. your mind. Same with Ellen DeGeneres. Listen. It's actually it's like, yo, relatable on imagine? stage, but I feel yeah, like off stage he's probably so intimidating just yo, to be yo, around. No, like, like you're Jerry probably Sein- like you know fuck, what Jerry Seinfeld is. Jerry Seinfeld is your subconscious. It's real talk. Oh, he's shit. A, he's, a, he's a voice in your mind. He's like, yo, what's up with this apple? Is this apple? He's that dude. He is your subconscious. Yeah, like if Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld is your subconscious. Like if he ever, like, yeah, if he ever said, nigga, he'd be my subconscious. Oh, yeah. I'm your conscience. Yo, Jamie Foxx ended a man's career with, with already with an elementary school style. <laughs> Tech after this. Another yeah. joke. That dude is go, in oh. plumbing and electrical as we speak, <laughs> writing jokes on masking tape. Just yo, wondering yo, what would have been. For real? Yo, that, that dude. Really that dumb. dude don't really work like that anymore. Hold on. Do you do, do you guys remember that? It was a roast. It was a roast like Shaquille O'Neal. It was his like main break. It was his main break. It was the roast to Emmett Smith. Oh, they, had, yeah. they had some comedians out, oh, yeah. and Jamie Foxx destroyed this do remember, dude. Do you remember Nobody, that moment? People forget. Yeah, of course. Oh, and everybody forgets man. that Jamie Foxx started in stand-up before anything else. Oh, he's a monster. And he's, and he's a unicorn fucking stand-up acting music, everything. I think that that one, that, that dude that he's was... Jim I think the dude that was on the bad end of that, though, he, he made a bad business move, which is you don't want your introduction to the public to be on a roast because so much wrong could happen. On a fucking roast. Justin. Although huh? that's what happened with Justin that year. Schumer. Wait, what are you? Wait, what are you talking about? People who got their start on the roast. These are all roasts. It's a gamble Whitney though. I th- I think that dude he was killing on shows, but I don't think he was ready for that. But like, cause Jamie had said before the show had started, he goes, "If it if the material starts tanking, just make fun of me. That's all you got to do." Right. And the dude just kept fucking bombing, not making fun of Jamie. So then Jamie was like, "All right, well if you're gonna sink, I'm gonna help you sink quicker." And Hit him with the I'm Jamie's your conscience. Kind of yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jamie's my man. Yeah, it was really bad. It was really Chad bad. Kevin Hart was on his chin, though. That's uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, on radio or something like that. What it happened? It was like watching people at the, it was like watching two dudes at the lunchroom table. And Jamie, Hold on, he was Jamie what? was looking fragile for a second. Hold on, Kevin what Hart's sharp. Oh, yeah, Kevin Hart would get you. He's sharp. He, he was, was on his chin and what happened? Too. He was on his chin. Hold he on. Just, they were just cracking jokes back and forth. He started getting on Jamie's hairline. Oh yeah, because he, <laughs> he yo, that's getting, before he dipped that dipped that hairline back. Whatever, whatever. Listen, whatever magician is out there, yo, he got reinstating the these hairlines out. Listen, LeBron James is gonna also pop up with a hairline. Soon. He's got one. It's com- It's good. It's coming in. He's, He's gotten got one before. Jamie, we Fox's talked about this. He got the dry fit hairline, so bro. Nike up. bought that, bro. It's over. Jer- Jamie, Jamie Fox is bald. I remember, and then he got a tattoo to cover it up. Then he got a new hairline. He's who's doctor? You got He got to ask. I was going to say, you got to give your doctor's name up. I'm going to need that one day, Jamie. For real. I'm going to need that For one day. I said that in the comments. Y'all remember, Yo, remember when Geraldo, Geraldo days in the roast era? I said era? that in the comment on Instagram Bruh, and deleted it. When he told Ralphie May, uh, you're the only dude that comes in the porn when they deliver the pizza. Right? <laughs> yeah, that was the best. Yeah, that was the best shit I've ever yes. heard in my life. 
You're the only dude that right. comes when roll, they though? deliver the pizza. Legend. Best roaster of I all I feel time. like we have the longest podcast ever. No, no definitely no. not. No, 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 no. There's, no. This is literally like the average time we do because it gets edited and cut down. So gotcha. we're actually going to wrap. I, I see you getting squeamish, bro. I'm not getting squeamish. Uh, I just don't. Nah, nah, nah. Calling our time. I'm like, oh, No, okay. I, we just check. We're no, going, we've done, we've done fucking, time. we've done two and a half hours before. Jesus, I think we've done three hours with Allie, I think. Oh, yeah, dude. That was fun, though. That was a good groove, man. Mike, you wanna? What else you wanna do? Get into or ask anything? We still gotta do words of wisdom. I wanna, f- I wanna talk to Zach now more too. Ask I wanna do another five word, hours. Words really. of wisdom, it keys of success. Was I was in film. Derek did music. I was in film. I worked in film. That's real. I worked with some really cool people. I got some cool stories. We talk about shit later. Mm. I'm with that. I'm we'll have to do another one down there. I feel like we need a part two of this whole thing. I'm down. And we need to actually talk about technical things. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if people want to, uh, you know. Should we? Should we wait, wait. Time, I almost got blacklisted from Hollywood before I'd even started because I lost. Yo, you need to tell them about Titty Glitter. That was uh-huh. the best thing. Oh, dude, Titty Glitter was great. Titty Glitter was hands down the best party that ever was. Ever, it's the it's best true. thing that ever existed. For real. Yo, this true. Dude, Yo <laughs> so this is how crazy, how crazy it is, dude, spreads. I was in high school. I was a freshman. And, and all these girls are talking about, you going to a ZM right party? I don't know this dude. I met him literally two years ago. I met you two years ago, so this is like 2009. Is it around then? It would have been 09. 09. 2009, and there was this viral video of this party that was at this mansion somewhere in Jersey, but, like, you got to know somebody to get in. And he's just being the best host of, like, the whole video where, like, there's just girls and tits in his face. He's got glitter. He's like, we got titties. We got glitter. We got titty glitter. (laughs) Run down. Run down the cell. Here's here's a true story. So it was shot at, um, I used to run a production company. I said, hey, we're going to throw parties and we're going to shoot commercials for it. And we're just going to have a fucking ball. And so we were around just drinking and thinking to ourselves, we got to have a really cool name and a theme. And I don't know who said what, but we landed on titty glitter. And it just felt right. It felt magical. It felt like that's when it felt right. It felt like an HBO series, like Titty Glitter, like you know what I'm saying, like Glow or something with the female wrestlers. And it was like it was an easy costume, whatever. So we went to my man's place uh, out in Marlboro or something. He had like this beautiful acreage, and he pulled out his his BMW, and we did like a camera move around it, and we had girls with smiley faces, all the nonsense. Um, released the video and I, I paid my little cousins and things. I was like, yo, post this on all of our Facebook friends' pages. It's everybody. I got 2,000 friends. You got 2,000. I'm thinking we're going to get a couple hundred people. That'd be excellent, right? Night of the party comes. We're pre-gaming, getting effing hammered. I, uh, I got my van. I drove a van at that point in time. Me and my friends are driving up to the party. We're coming down 18. As we pull off to get to, uh, to go into Marlboro, we start seeing like, cars like like it's a popping summer night this was like august i'm like oh man this is cool if our thing if our thing isn't rocking you know what i'm saying i want to go i want to go to whatever's happening wherever else you know what i'm saying so we pull off you know off the 18 it's about a 10 minute drive to the house we're just passing people cars i'm like man marble is rocking man all right cool i call ahead to the party nobody picks up i'm like they're probably in the basement fucking jerking off with each other nobody showed up hey it was cool we had bought um, three pallets of frozen concentrated grape drink from Shoprite. I want to, I want to give you, I want to give you there some context scale. for how there the scale of this party. Because we used to do these parties in D.C. I threw lingerie parties. I got a party sponsored by. I got a house party sponsored by Victoria's Secret. 
Like, we were going to take the same energy here. So we got a moon bounce. We got glow-in-the-dark beer pong tables. We had a projection screen outside. We got three pallets of frozen concentrated grape drink that we mixed up with beer and vodka, and we were calling it the Black Diamond. It was an animal. I pull up um, to the last stretch before the cul-de-sac, and I'm seeing more people, and I'm like, this is really cool, man. Um, and I'm like, I wonder who showed up for our thing. And then it starts to hit me like usual suspects. Cars are parked bumper to bumper for the last like half mile going up to the house. I'm looking at the people. All the girls glitter on their face, glitter on their chest, glitter on their legs. I look back behind me. I'm like, all the dudes glitter, 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 signs, glitter, glitter. I'll cut to the chase with this shit. 4,200 people showed up. (laughs) This is, if you fact check me, this is in the books. 4,200. This is down. That's down by me. Why did I never hear of this? You would. You should have. We brought out four counties of sheriffs. Yeah, I was gonna say how quick were the cops. This is on video. You had to be overflowed five neighbors down because people were parking on people's lawns on the side of their house next to their pools, walking. Where I mean, we. So initially, we charged whatever we charged, and we started charging a hundred dollars a person. Then we started, you know, upcharging. People started paying it. What do you got there? He's pulling something up. Is that a DMs thing? From, Did you uh, oh, from girls? This is, this is this is this is a, this is an entirely true <laughs> yeah, thing. No, 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 keep going. Um, no, 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 no. Entirely true thing. So we're forty-two hundred people. We're rocking till about one a.m. When early. when all of a sudden I see sheriffs in the parties <laughs> with flashlights. I got like a fifth of uh, of tequila. I'm covered in glitter, sh- shirtless, arguing with the police about who let them in and just like, you know, just giving them all the law and order I know. <laughs> and eventually we go outside and start talking and the guy says, dude, I just want to tell you this uh, before we start the rest of this conversation. I've never seen no shit like this. And on top of that, on top of that, we're not certain of what to do. He said, beyond who you see here, this thing becomes a National Guard issue if we, can, if we can't figure it out. I got to give you some context. Please. You got 4,200 people. This is not an exaggeration. We had a ticker at the, uh, at the line where we're letting people onto the property. A like pitch count. In Woodstock. Like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, dude, I stopped counting like 600 people. You know what I'm saying? The cul-de-sac was full of people. People, not cars. All the way back up maybe a mile. There was no line. People were just partying in the streets. Their, their car doors were open. They were dancing to music. Folks had brought their own liquor. Girls are out there with glitter on their tits. It The spillover was real. So as I, and I have this all on video. So as I'm talking <laughs> with the, one of the sheriffs, I say, here's the deal. You don't want to put this many drunk people back on the street. I can't stop you in terms of how you're going to police the people that are outside and off the property. That's up to you. And as I saw, they were clearing. They had the wagons come and go. Whoop, whoop, and to this. All that stuff was already happening. I said, I'm going to go inside. I'll make an announcement. We'll stop serving liquor. Give these people an hour to sober up. It's already 1 a.m., right? We stop serving liquor. People start sobering up. They allow everybody. You know, they, they've created barriers, barricades. They're directing people back to Route 18, back to... I see people like Ben Stiller and that we gon' make it video like old, angry, like white folks on their porch just <laughs> what the fuck is going on. And uh, and I hop back into my van with my crew and we drive off. I get a call later from the ABC, from the Alcohol Beverage Commission, um, for inciting a rave. I then go on a list of people. I know that this is a real thing because we try to throw part two at the Primetime Comedy Club out in Saraville. And the minute I started running promotion, I got the call back from them uh, saying that, one, you can't do it. You know, we don't want to see anything like that from you. Uh, and two, if you do it, we'll lock you up. So I ended up licensing that party to SOBs in the city. And they took it where they took it 
titty glitter is a real thing, though. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> it's a very real thing. I wish I knew about it. Did anything happen? Did you Yo, the dismount from the so story. No one got arrested. Titty the glitter, original so Project X. Nobody. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. when I shit you not watching yeah. that movie. I was like, yeah. Like what? <laughs> Whatever. We we fully full on full. I mean, we used to throw insane parties, <laughs> insane parties. My boy had a lake house in Virginia that you could you could take his boat and get to Georgetown in D.C. There was a little island in the middle. Same same formula. Moon bounces, uh, slip and slides, twister boards. We had a sign in sheet that was just a ten by ten tarp that we bought from Home Depot, and then we got some paint. And we had girls sign in with their tits. So they would come and dip it in the paint and then sign the board there. Like, we had invited, however many people we invited for a Halloween party, but his land was under the, uh, it was high water table, whatever. So it rained that night and nobody could get out. So we just had a big cookout the next day. We had a bunch of food carted back down in and there's probably 150 cars there. Like, we used to do this left and right. You know what I'm saying? But uh, typically I can find the video for you. It's yeah, a true it story. That is... Uh, Holy shit. <laughs> I didn't even know the full extent of that story. The, vi- the video is hilarious. Oh, the video is great, though. I saw oh the video, and God. it's, like, so high quality. Like, I'm like, wow. Like, oh this is kind of crazy. No, like, when you showed me the video, I remember seeing it in, like, my high school library. Like, everybody was passing it around. Like, you guys going to, t-? like, yo, wow. It's real. This shit is so. Away. I don't want your listeners to, you can't see it, but it's a real thing. This shit is so funny. Uh, I'll watch it after. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. The video is real. Titty glitter. <laughs> I don't know what it's called at this you know point, what? Sam. I didn't what if know it was a different What if it was a different name? <laughs> it couldn't it be a different name. No. Titty glitter. That's real. Everyone's on their phones now looking up titty glitter. I wonder. Um, Shout out titty glitter. It's the biggest private party ever thrown in New Jersey. I'm certain of it. Damn. Yo, I mean, I, I must <sighs> say, on the real, I've never seen a person wear a black tank top. I never, I never even seen it. Like Mike, like yeah, the guinea pig. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, I mean, well, listen, I don't, I didn't say that. But I, I never, <laughs> like, normally, normally all the ones I see are white. Wife beater. Yeah. Yeah, I like the. But mom. I also didn't say that. So many offenses. Feel like Vin Diesel kind of wears shirt. plenty of black tank tops. That's a, <laughs> that's, a Vin, that's, tank that's a, that's a Vin Diesel that's thing. thing. Yeah. Okay, so do you think that The Rock took out Vin Diesel? I think <laughs> the I Rock think took out I, everyone. Well, first I, off, he would have. Yeah, Vin Diesel's a small guy. I think, it, small I think guy. a celebrity was real just eroding. In real life, Vin Diesel is a small guy. The Rock is a huge guy. He's that guy is about six foot six. He's a big guy. He's a very imposing individual. Titty glitter. What, 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 I, I couldn't what, what, help it. I showed him some. So now. we had to shoot a fake party in order to get footage for to to for the titty glitter promos, and then the fake party obviously becomes a real party. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. This looks like a. One of those like uh, I thought it was gonna turn into a porno. Oh, words of wisdom, keys of success. Asked, well, now we had two guests. We always ask two questions, so whatever is in your heart. Words of wisdom, keys of success. Yeah, Zach, I'll let you add that. Nah, both of y'all. Nah, you get the first one. Nah, go ahead, man. I already say your name. You already have it. Make sure you give him the mic. Yeah, I don't. Hey, man. One day this whole shit's gonna be over. I used to. I'm gonna Gary. You're gonna die. You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna Gary V it. I love this. I, I say the same shit. You're gonna die. Enjoy it. Keys to success. Words of wisdom. That's it. Yeah. Words of wisdom. That's both. 
That's it. That's my keys to success. That's and titty how, glitter. And titty. Oh, and, and titty. throw big parties. Everything in life that's worthwhile starts with glitter on titties. But don't call it titty glitter. That's copyright infringement. Titty glitter. It is. <laughs> it is. I'll, I'll sue the shit out of you. If I ever see that anyway, I'll sue the shit out of you. Yeah, like white people make, say, sue titties. the pants off of. Uh, Yo, let's do it. I've always make, wanted to. Bring to that back. I've always wanted to revisit this shit. Yeah, I need to bring that back. Okay. We're about to throw like a. Yo, wait, 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 wait. How about we get Zach? How about we get Zach to do like the first Keep It Basement party, bro? Yeah, well, titty glitter. I don't know if we'll be able to. Fund titty it. glitter meets Keep It Basement. We got to pay for Adobe first. <laughs> oh, yo, I'm what if we did a, bro? What if we? I don't we know if we can get forty two hundred. I just try to get forty two. Zach, you came. Yo, late. you ever hear this? It ba- yo, Keep It Basement party. Yo, wait, 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 and wait, and the oh, should we talk about? Should we should we should we talk about uh, an idea that might come to fruition, Zach? Could be ten years down. Zach, what oh, happens? Shit. They just turn your shit off for their forty days? I don't know, man. Some guys barrel roll through your window and take <laughs> you to a secret, whatever in the fuck, yeah, and collect <laughs> the, a and collect hook. the royalties. Wasn't there a South Park about this? It wasn't like Human Centipede. They like sew you to the rest of the members of this podcast. It's fucking insane. Dude. You should read those terms. It's two seventy for a year, Zach. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. terrific. Great, yeah. more money I gotta spend. Uh, Derek, what do you got for words of wisdom? Um. Accused of success. I don't know. My, pro- mine producing mine and isn't, just creating and anything mine else. Mine is, like. is morbid as sex, man. Hard work pays off. That's number one. Hey. And uh, family first. Wear condoms. Nah, family first. Nah, family <laughs> first. But I do, I do agree, I do agree yeah, with you. Fuck condoms, bro. Start your own family. <laughs> what about keys to success? Stuff that has directly he helped you. just said it. No, no. Hard, hard, work, hard work. Use wisdom. So, yo, man. Use wisdom. Like people, man, like I, I was, I was talking, telling um, Alex this before. People act so crazy. It's like, oh man, you know, I got raped on this contract. Read the contract. I mean, Zach just said, it's like, you know, read, read the terms and conditions. Like, people do not read. Read, especially when it pertains to your life. Oh, can I get a do-over on this, man? Don't Jadakiss said to, yeah, uh, if you want to fool someone, just put it in a book. For real? <laughs> yeah, that's all really cool, old school ass wisdom. Just, just do it. Do your own shit. Nike. Like, yo, for real. My brother calls it the "please listen to my demo" mentality, man. Yo, fuck that. The industry mm. isn't a real industry, and I worked in the industry. It's just a bunch of independent contractors that choose to work together from time to time. If you really want to be hot, get hot first. Then you'll notice that you're hot. Build it yourself. You know what I'm saying? And then everybody wants to jump on a moving train. That's real advice. Everybody who's ever been put on did this shit themselves first. They had a product and first. And then got, yeah, and then everybody, you know, gave them a second wind after. Yeah, fuck radio. Fuck yeah. radio. We, I mean, we were talking <laughs> about even, even, you know, like, you know, I went to this car show or whatever, but I had a product. I had, I had some fucking tracks, you know. I had some some of that. He had you know when when he went in the room, he had something that people wanted. You know, you got you guys. If you're walking into uh, on, onto a stage, you have something that people want. Keep it basement. Our dope don't spoil. Oh. That's real. You got them. That's nice. Keeping Great. bricks in so the freezer. <laughs> Raider Nation. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. All right. All right. That was beautiful to end. Actually. I'm with somebody. You got you. You got Madden over there. No. We're not a video game podcast. I broke my Xbox. We got no, no video game periods. It's like eight different video games. <laughs> it's all broken. There. Anyone play Super Smash Brothers? Probably Sega Dreamcast. I need to get better on that. All right. Well, I guess that's it then. Derek, yes, Zach, work. coming in at the end. The intern, Thank any words of wisdom so intern? Seriously. Uh, the UFC here. this Saturday? Yeah, Alex, oh. we got the whole crew here. Yep. Everybody's over here. Oh, yeah. By the way, August 9th, I'll be opening for my boy James Camacho at the Hopewell Theater. At uh, James Camacho, bro. Yeah, at. Yeah, at. James Camacho, bro. But yeah, I'm excited to work with my dog in a big room. It's going to be Derek, fun. Derek, Zach, if you guys want to mention anything else, but we thank you deeply for coming. Oh, R-K-B-X-T yeah. KBXT uh, on Instagram. What's your Instagram? Yeah, Zach, you got Instagram? I'm at ZM Right. 
ZM right. Matt ZM right. Good. All right, guys, follow those. Huge event coming for me. I'll be getting a drill in my tooth soon. Sweeney's gonna be getting the cavity filled. <laughs> Shout out to Fleshlight and uh, big thank show you guys ahead. For listening, yeah. Me at the dentist. Big Just stuff kidding. coming us. Follow Instagram, YouTube. Get, like, keep it basement. Rate, marketing knowledge from Fleshlight. Well, All right, keep it basement, guys. Thank you. My ears are fucking hot as hell. We welcome the newest sponsor of the podcast, Fleshlight. Fleshlight is the number one male sex toy in the world. With its soft, real feel insert, patented to be so lifelike that many have proclaimed it feels better than the real thing. While there is no substitute for a real woman, amazing inner textures and over 100 possible combinations to choose from, we all have to work a little harder to keep up. Fleshlights offer an adjustable cap to control the desired suction level you prefer, as well as a channeled sleeve. Able to stretch in order to accommodate the repeated discomfort of your girth. Easy to clean and durable, Fleshlight is your number one choice brand for male sex toys. Fleshlight also offers flesh skins, sleeves, anal toys, and accessories, including lube, mounts, cases, sleeve warmers, vibrators, and more. For more information, search Fleshlight on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or visit www.fleshlight.com. This is the Keep It Basin Podcast. Follow us on YouTube, subscribe to us, also on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes Music, Laughable, and wherever else you could listen to us and view us. Thank you for tuning Yo, in. Yo, this is Sean Kelly. You're listening to... Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you staring at me? I'm not. You're literally staring at me. Yo, this is Sean Kelly, founder of Jersey Chips. Sam. I'm not looking at you. What the fuck are you talking about, man? Yo, this is Sean Kelly, founder of Jersey Champs, and you're listening to Keep It Basement. Check out dankstop.com. We have the biggest selection of bongs, vaporizers, accessories, anything that you're looking for in the smoking industry. Use promo code BEAWESOME. That's B-E-AWESOME, A-W-E-S-O-M-E. One word, put it together, no spaces. That's for 15% off. Check us out. Uh, Stay tuned for a giveaway that we're doing with Keep It Basement. Shout out Keep It Basement. You guys were awesome. And hopefully we speak again soon. Thank you, Louie. Shout out to Dankstop. Keep It Basement podcast description. Find Keep It Basement with the Sweens wherever you get your podcast with hosts Tom Zappia and Alex Nicholas. Please make that a permanent drop in every episode. I scold them myself. Keep It Basement podcast. We out. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stealth Mode Motorsports. Stealth Mode Motorsports, sir. It's a fucking read-through. What am I supposed to be... Act interested. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stealth Mode Motorsports. Yeah. Stealth Mode Motorsports serves worldwide motorcycle enthusiasts, racers, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and custom builders with the highest quality. Quality OEM parts for Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, Kawasaki, and Ducati. Super sport motorcycle models. We buy and sell used motorcycles as well. Based out of Charlotte, North Carolina, StealthModeBikes.com. Also on Facebook and Instagram at Stealth Mode Motorsports. Need an engine for a car? We supply engines to race teams all over the world. Lay your bike down and don't want to pay dealer pricing? Contact us for a fraction of dealer prices. Specializing in Yamaha R1 and R6, GSXR 650,000, ZX6R, ZX10R, and CBR1000 RR late model years. All current inventory can be found on our eBay store at ebay.com slash str slash stealth mode motorsports. Check them out. What do you want to do? You want to go to the shitbag comedy show and then maybe try to roll through stress? Guys, follow your dreams and listen to Keep It Basement Rate Subscribe. Thanks, guys. Peace. Just masturbate if all else fails. Peace. Good job in California. You don't like it? Fuck it. You get on a plane, fly home. That's it. Take a chance. Four minutes at the the, the, the comedy club in New Brunswick. Four minutes. Might turn into a a spot on a Jimmy Kimball Tonight Show. You never know. You got to try it. You just can't stay on a safe route because then you're going to end up being kind of bitter when you get older. That you didn't take no chances. That's it.
That's my view on things. 